Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join, join our cult. cult. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Join us always by Jack the I'm Jobber. Trying, Hello. I was going to say, I'm trying not to call you Jack the Jobber. It's like, because you're your new professional cool Jack, aren't you? I'm new professional cool Jack. Yeah. Do you mean since Cultaholic started four years ago? <laughs> you have done a beautiful job of getting rid of that name and the stigma and present yourself as a person who oh, writes wonderful articles Matthew. on the cultaholic.com, a wonderful presenter and news person. What's going on? But then it goes down to go, Jack the Jobber. I'm like, no, <laughs> Jack the, the Throbber, the title match contender. I'm thrilled to be joined by both Dudley boys. <laughs> For the audio listeners, it's quite an outfit clash. There is a slight outfit clash today. Yes, oh, yes. I, we, I, I, we always message each other what we're wearing. We should have done that this morning, Matt. I know. Uh, Tom Campbell, of course, the outfit. Oh, God, I'm here, aren't I? Oh, God, it's one and of them episodes. The Delta Tones of Matthew is the clash. And we're going to talk wrestling and bollocks <laughs> for, well, Tom's here, so about three hours. Mainly bollocks. Yeah. First things first. Tom, how are you? I'm good, thank you. It's it's an honour and a privilege to be here. I had a lovely week off last week. Mm. Oh, I did I did as little as possible last week. It was amazing. Good. Got a log cabin in the middle of nowhere, yeah. had a jacuzzi, and just sat in it and got drunk for most of the week. I mean, that's fantastic. Oof. Except on the last day, where we went to Annick Castle. Ooh, you went to Annick? Yeah. Oh. We're, we're, basically, it's walking around on the set of Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which was which was a treat, especially if you <laughs> especially if you don't know too much about the. Harry, I've watched them, but I've not got like an encyclopedic knowledge mm. of Harry Potter. So I just quite like walking around saying, "Gandalf, get the ring to Luke Skywalker." To which Alex nearly left without me. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's her prerogative. Yes. Uh, but all is good. I feel well and truly rested for being away a, for an entire week. Just good. a fire alarm test there. I was yeah, like, we'll, oh. ignore those beeps. It's always a good omen. Yeah. Mm. Now, how's yourself, Jack? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Just um, just a standard week. Um, been chugging along. How are you? Fun dabby dozy. Absolutely. There's been Just a lot. Just happy to be there's here. There's been a lot of wrestling again. I feel like every week yeah. we're like, there's been a lot of wrestling to talk about. That might be the news thing one week. Uh, AEW announces no surprises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zero wrestling this week. We had a middling week. Uh, these happen, says Tony Khan. It'd be like that day when, um, on I think it was the BBC, many years ago, they said, well, there's no news to report today, so here's some music. 
Oh, lovely. Maybe one day we'll go, here's, there is no wrestling news to report, so here's some light jazz. Yeah. Just do that. That'd be amazing. Oh, that's not going to happen anytime soon. No. Yeah, because in Cultaholic, it's our bread and butter, so it'll be, uh, there's no news today, so here's mild panic. Yeah, basically. <laughs> also could. Yeah. But speaking of the news that keeps us going, uh, Gren Matalik reportedly requests his WWE release. Mm. And obviously shocked as Jack with his microphone. My microphone moved on its own. That's the spirit of Grand Metal League. There we go, there we go, there we go. You guys can stay, but I'm out of here. (laughs) A report from Mass Lucha suggests that Metal League has asked to depart WWE over dissatisfaction with the way he's been utilized during his time with the promotion. Yep. Lucha House Party's contract expires in 2023 and has been seriously considering asking WWE for his release for a little while. Uh, The lack of opportunities within WWE, there's one reason to want to look at. And it looks like he was just losing on main event. And chasing the 24-7 title. He's a multiple-time champion of the company. I think he's very ungrateful. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, you stop that. Very ungrateful. No, I remember back back in the day, in 2016, when uh, Grand Metalik turned up for the Cruiserweight Classic. And I remember being really excited about it. He was really good. Yeah, I was like, oh, whoa. I'm sure he still is really good. It's just I think he's exceptional. And and I'm excited for him to go. (laughs) What a weird state of affairs that like there's so many wrestlers that on this roster where we go, I can't wait for you to leave. Yeah. And then like fulfill your potential. I know. know, You've made lots of money. I hope you've saved it. And now go and do something creative. That's surely the dream, isn't it, when you come into doing stuff with WWE, is to get that big money contract. And it, you know, I know they've they've cut a lot of money, but they're still big money yeah, contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do that for a couple of years, you know, yeah, yeah, like jump, say how high for a couple of years, and then go, that's me done, banked all that. I'm going to hit the indies again and, the, and do something that's going to fulfill my soul. The Adam, the Adam Cole strategy. Yeah, that's yeah. the dream, isn't it? He was an indie legend, then oh, he did yeah. really well in NXT, and now he's an indie legend again. Well, is he an indie? Is it indie? No, he's an AEW legend. AEW legend. Just Some... jealous of Adam Cole in many respects, to be honest. His career, his face. <laughs> you know. He's married to Dr. Britt Baker. Well, free they're, they're free together, dental care forever. They're, they're certainly together. Mm. Oh, are they are. Oh, they're not married. I don't, don't know. know. don't know. They're, they are an item. Yes. Hmm. But so is she and Tony Schiavone. Oh, Oh, I can't wait for that Schiavone cold match. (laughs) Three-way dance. Love her or leave her (laughs) DMD hung up like Dominic. (laughs) (laughs) If they're not married, I hope on the wedding day, Adam Cole and Britt Baker are down the aisle and then Tony bursts in. Uh. I want to kiss the bride. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of Elton John. Mrs. The- Bouvier! <laughs> Falls to the yeah. Nicole! Papa. Papa. Oh, There's okay. a callback. Getting ready for the SmackDown special later on. Brian <laughs> Danielson will spend the climax of his full-time in-ring career with AEW. The American Dragon has spent the last 11 years with WWE, but Danielson departed the sports entertainment company earlier this year and made his A-Dub dynam- that, A-Dub debut at All Out. Uh, so yeah, he'll be finishing his career in AEW. Oh, uh, He's just passed it, isn't he? So don't want to see him stinking up my screen. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> doesn't even try anymore. <laughs> nah. I know. It's sad to see these ex-WWE guys just turn up and phone it in. Yeah, just quite, collecting a paycheck. Quite lazy. You can yeah. tell that Dragon's phoning in. It can only go thirty minutes on yeah. Dynamite. What a bum. We are joking before you start We're writing. Joking. We know sometimes that is lost on on some. So it's a joke. It's all right. I've already clicked across in the corner. The scene is both wearing the same shirt. <laughs> My screen's broken. <laughs> yeah. 
It's funny they're saying, oh, yeah, Dragon will be running up his career in three years' time. It's like, yeah, that works well. In fact, Ric Flair said that when he went back to the <laughs> WWE 93. Speaking of which, oh, um, yeah. obviously last, this we do the recording on a Friday morning. We live in England. So none of us have seen the dark side of the ring this week. No. Canyon. But uh, last week, oh. we got a glimpse of it last week. And obviously, we weren't trying to avoid it. But none of us had seen it as we were recording this. Yeah. Uh, in response to uh, Ric Flair, not only is the story time episode about that plane ride from hell, which has always been presented over the years, is, oh, the silliness and the debauchery. And, uh, oh, that obviously has happened. Um, it's never really been focused on that much. In response to that, Amongst many things, Ric Flair has been removed from the WWE video intro. But don't worry, he's been replaced with someone much less controversial. The Ultimate Warrior. Of course. Oh, dear me. Wrestling. Wrestling. Sometimes let that, let that play. <laughs> yep. It's uh, yeah. It's been a rough old... Um, it's, it's been a rough week for stuff like that. Like, reporting stuff like that has been tough. I mean... I, I'm old enough to remember the plane ride from hell first time round. Yeah. And you would have read it. You probably, you probably would have caught it the same way I did via Power, Power Slam, Slam yeah, magazine. Yeah, yeah. And so much of the emphasis was put on um, Mr. Perfect and Brock Lesnar had a fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dustin Rhodes doing karaoke over <laughs> yeah. the, the tannoy on the plane or whatever they call it. Uh, Muggle Hayes mullet getting cut off. And then there was sort of like this footnote of, oh, Ric Flair just walked around in just his robe. Got yeah, it, was, it, made it, look, yeah. it made it sound like, you know, Wolf of Wall Street. Like, yeah. hey, everyone's in on it, it's all right. And then it's just like, because that one woman talked about, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The reporting of it was very different. Oh. Yeah. And it was initially. It was, I mean, to be fair, it's great that she got a chance to tell her side of the story. Yeah. 100%. But I mean, the way, the, the just the way that you'd go from her talking very frankly and honestly. And then it would go to Tommy Dreamer going, who did himself no favors, going yeah. like, oh, it's just a joke. Look at my ponytail. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Tommy. Everyone gets offended these days. Someone's probably offended by my, my man bun. My which, man bun. I mean, one thing, we didn't even see the man bun until you turned your head back. <laughs> yeah. so you could have got away with that. Everything else, not so much. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I think it's less being mad at Tommy, guys, will be all that, but more that's the mindset the attitude, of yeah, so yeah, many yeah. people. I mean, to be, to be fair, I did think at certain points when the discourse was rumbling on online that. You know, and, and not that he didn't deserve a lot of criticism for it, and he has rightly apologised, and he's been suspended from Impact for now, and, and everything like that. But I was worried that like people were more focusing on him than they were Flair. Yeah. There was too much outrage aimed at Tommy, who was totally in the wrong, but he didn't. He, he wasn't part of it. You know, like we're kind of getting distracted here. For, I don't know. I just thought it was a bit, a bit odd. But yeah, he was. It, oh, it was a bad look for Tommy Dreamer. Hmm. And and physically, and the, and the, and the thank, you. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Joe. But then things have come out from that, and um, where I mean, Rob Van Dam is one of those that's very much cited. Like in the documentary, Rob Van Dam says, you know, never meet your heroes, never, you know, you know, they're weirdos. Talks about like I don't think any fan wants to see Ric Flair doing um, the helicopter. Um, Rob, Rob Van Dam has come out and said, well, actually, that's very creative editing because the interviewer asked me, do you think anybody would have you heard about Ric Flair doing the helicopter? And Rob Van Dam responded with, oh, nobody wants to see that. But it's been put together in such a way mm. that it looks like Van Dam just sat there and watched it. And Van Dam has gone, well, no, I didn't. It's just very... And, and they and I'm not like... There, there is some real awful stories that have come from this, but there's a few times in documentaries of this ilk where there is a lot of creative editing that goes into it. So I can see why RBD might be frustrated with it. I don't think Van Dam needed to clarify. I, I wouldn't get that... I, I, when he when he released his thing saying like oh just to clarify I didn't mean this I meant that and all that sort of stuff 
I, I had to like think about what which part of it he was talking about. I, did, I didn't really think maybe he did it because Flair had like called him out and he thought, no, I need to clarify this. Yeah, I possibly. Know. I can understand why he was defensive, but I don't think Van Damme came across badly at all. I mean, no, but he, but he, I guess you say he wanted to clarify what he yeah, was saying course. and yeah. saying that maybe the editing made it like he was saying something that he didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, this this week's episode, Chris Canyon story, so... Mm. Uh, I guess the other news would be, uh, they're not expecting a season four, because it's like, hey, wrestler, want to be a top... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank well, you. Well, Ric Flair's already spoke about the Canyon episode, because he's apparently referenced in that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, um, I mean, whilst Ric Flair isn't going to be wrestling for a while, he's got a, 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 a highly, uh, highly poten- high potential career in backpedaling. Because there's going to be a lot of that, I feel like, if he keeps popping up in episodes like this. Because mm. because they, I think they reference in it uh, Ric Flair's interview on the Howard Stern show, where Howard Stern talked about Canyon getting sacked from yeah, WWE. Canyon was in the studio, and he said, yeah, they'll, they'll fire me for being gay. Flair rang up and said, whoa, you weren't fired for being gay. And he was just it. like, well, I wasn't fired. I don't know. And then Canyon's like, well, if you don't know I was fired, how do you know I wasn't fired for being gay? And Flair's like, no. I always liked you, Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Moving on, Keith Lee has a new name. Bearcat. Yes, he worked a dark match for the live crowd in Raleigh, North Carolina, and he is now Keith Bearcat. Bear. Bearcat. Bearcat. Bearcat Lee. Bearcat would be great. Bearcat. 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 Swigging cans. Yeah. Keep all crawling around, sucking beer from a little dish. Acting like a cat. I'm the beer cat. Oh, (laughs) he's drinking it out of a dish. (laughs) Sucking it slowly. Keith Lee comes out, it's like an old force. Yeah. Meow. Yeah. Uh, you could pull it off. Meow. You could pull it off. You could pull it off. Bask in my dreamies. There was a. a, Now, I know. There was. there was a, a wrestler in, was it like the 50s or something, who did quite a lot for, um, I, I don't know too much about Bearcat it. Bearcat so Wright, you yes, talking about. Yes, who did a lot for, like, getting rid of racial segregation in the wrestling industry and stuff. He wrestled Bobo Brazil a lot, apparently. And he was called Bear, Bearcat Wright, was it? Bearcat Wright. And apparently that might be where the inspirations come from. So I'd like to think it was Keith Lee's own idea, but, you, I mean, with WWE Creative these days, you can never really tell. I can't see them bringing him to the main roster. And this isn't me just dunking on the main roster. I just, just know what I know. And we, as we all do, I can't see them bringing him to the roster as Keith Bearcat Lee. I think they'll call him Bearcat. Oh, no, no, no. You can't just call him I Bearcat. I think he'll be Bearcat. To, to go back to what Jack was saying, so this is a reference to a wrestler from the 50s. Vince loves the 50s, man. Mm. Great Balls of Fire in 2017. Oh, music. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Goodness gracious. Great oh. beer cut of fire. <laughs> um, Great edit there. You, well was, you were saying about Duncan on the main roster, but this week I'm really, the bit of the podcast I'm dreading is actually NXT. So, well, I can't wait for uh. that. Oh, man. Oh, what a show. But excited to talk about Raw. Oh, yeah, Raw was good. Oh, Raw, no, actually, Raw was oh, good. Oh, I thought good. you were being like, we're in the running. I actually, right, we'll get to it. But yeah, I actually we'll thought there were many good bits of NXT. Which is, oh, I'm actually, oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm no, on board no. NXT 2.0 right now. It's nuts. Oh, the NXT chat is going to be it's crazy. fiery. It's crazy. That was he's in the head. Like, yeah. Coming up next, the title match. <laughs> Brian Danielson has revealed he and Tony Khan considered using the final countdown by Europe as theme music. Uh, and we were told it would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to use the song just 20 times because it's... It's there. The, it's a massive song. Yeah, it's still like no, no. This isn't some obscure. Well, could little you thing. not just use it once? Like I feel like for for the inevitable Omega Danielson title match, could you not have him come out to the final countdown just the once? Come on, Tony. Maybe he Tony. could just have someone come out and go. 
It's the final count. <laughs> and just hold the microphone and the rest of the crowd can sing it. Can't get me for that. Yeah. Well, wasn't wasn't Tony Khan's dad backstage at uh, Dynamite Grand Slam? Oh, was he? Where he was oh, going, Dad, <laughs> can, I, can oh. I buy Europe's final countdown, please? Just like, He's got the be- best of Europe 92. Yeah. I love Europe. Re-release. Mate. You're embarrassing me in front of my cool friend. Dad, I want Europe. Not the co- no, not the continent. Oh no, it's too late. He's bored. Do you think? Do you think Daddy Khan's up there like, "Hello, son"? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, not in front of Omega. Oh, is this the WWF? Yeah. <laughs> I well, love I the wrestlers. Uh, imagine he comes in and, and the, the wrestlers turn into like Perry from Kevin and Perry. Like, yes, Mr. Khan. Hello, Mr. Khan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we all want for tea? Oh, it's going to be chip, please. Yeah. <laughs> Of course you can, kid. Thank you, Mr. Khan. Don't worry, I'll get you turkey dinosaurs like you always have. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mr. Khan. <laughs> That'll be a lovely This is the serious news section, by the way. Yes, it is. Uh, Chris Jericho revealed that one of the original ideas for AW's Labors of Jericho called for Chris Hero to feature as one of the Labors. Uh, original plan was going to be four guys from the pinnacle. That's what they kind of done with Moxie when he beat me for the title. They had to go through the whole inner circle. It was MGF who had the idea to use Nick Gage. I never heard of Nick Gage prior to Dark Side of the Ring. So he's one of, one of the only guys to benefit from that show. Yeah. It intrigued me that maybe he brings in some bounty hunters. I still wanted it to start and end with Pinnacle because that was a story. Anyway, yeah, before Nick Gage, it was going to be Chris Hero. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. AEW ends in relationship with the Owen Hart Foundation. Yes, the yeah. great one. The Owen Hart Cup to Owen Hart. Yeah, I know, right? It's actually ending some good bits. Like, uh, as people got very confused online, like, wait, I thought they. That Martha Hart didn't want anything to do with wrestling. Say like, no, it's just WWE. Mm. She's quite happy for Owen Hart's legacy to be featured in a nice way by serious companies, and it's going to. So we're going to so we're going to get the uh, the Owen Hart the Owen Hart Cup tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to get uh, Owen Hart as an action figure, mm-hmm. and potentially Owen Hart in the AEW video game. Mm. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sick of sick of playing as as, as crap versions of. Create a wrestler Owen Hart in wrestling mm. games. I'm ready for a proper Owen Hart wrestling game. The first wrestling game I ever had had Owen Hart. Uh, it was Attitude, Attitude. on the Nintendo 64. Yeah, I was yeah. dedicated to it. Uh, was it? Ah, mm. I see, I see. But um, I was a, it was a hard game. I was rubbish at it. I was a little boy. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going on. At one point, the wrestlers do their taunt at the start, and Austin sort of swore during his, and I ran outside and cried because I didn't want my mum to think I was a bad boy. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh what, bless. What a little loser. <laughs> I like how when they're doing that bit at the front, as you're as you're getting ready to cry, mm. they're doing that thing where they're posing like this. And if you got the PlayStation, do you have the PlayStation? Version? N64. Oh, so you didn't have, so the N64, the, the, the sound clips loaded automatically. Like you do this, you go, and without his mouth moving, I'll drop you on that oh, stack yeah, of dimes, yeah, you call yeah. a neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the PlayStation version, you'd have like the rock there doing this, and you'd hear the PlayStation yeah. going, yeah. Uh, Before you go, the rock's gonna kick your candy ass. Yeah. Slowly cut to the next wrestler. <laughs> and your head. Just arms and legs, like Rayman. Like yeah. Rayman. yeah. <laughs> and they had some weird voice because like, you didn't speak. Oh, honestly, I was just like, hey! it was noises, wasn't it? Well, his, 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 wait a minute, I'll do it. I am so big and muscular. Oh, that was it. Wow. wow. What was stuck f- with me, though? What was your favorite WWF Attitude custom theme song? I don't remember. Was it I Have My Eye on You? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't remember the story. Oh, they had, there's a bunch of, if you go back, there's like a bunch of like custom theme songs. 
and only used in that game. Mm. They're probably on YouTube. You can listen to them do on do YouTube. Do. Yeah, I remember them. They're amazing. Thank you for reminding me of them. And the other news to end the news section is uh, the Cultaholic lads went to the Newcastle Upon Time house show. Oh, I didn't go, week. so I'll... I won't. I didn't go either. So Tom, Tom what went was it? to the Newcastle Upon Time house show. Lovely time. Got to hang out with Drew McIntyre before the show. Oh, lovely. We we did a little thing, which on the YouTube channel, where we drew McIntyre's that WWE was, I, career. Class, that. Thanks, that mate. great from Tom. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, he's, he, was lovely. he was lovely as well. He's, he's a lovely a, man. He's a good sport, is our Drew. And God damn... Just handsome too. Very, very handsome. <laughs> it was, you know what? It was, it was a fun house show evening. Everybody there was having a good time. Uh, matches were, matches were, ha- were good house show matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky Lynch got cheered out of the arena. I think they kind yeah. of half. Even though she tried to get some illicit some booze, they weren't having it. Mm. So she got cheers and cheers and cheers. Um, who else was? I mean, Drew and um, Jinder Mahal did a Newcastle street fight. Uh, which basically, oh, and, and I, don't know whether, I don't know whether you've been to the big market on a Saturday night. So basically what happens on a Saturday night at a big market is they very lightly ding each other with chairs <laughs> and, and and place each other very softly through a table. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Like they're, they're The big thing of these these tours, they're, they're, they've got other shows to do. They're keeping them safe. You don't want yeah. Drew and Jinder clattering each no. other every single night. The kids would have loved it. I know. Yeah. And then... Um, I think, yeah, and I think what they could have done though with that street fight, and I feel I've said this in the office a few times. There's nothing stopping you adding a little, a little flavour of something local for each one. Yeah. You know, whether it's like Drew boots a Newcastle United football into Jinder's face. Yeah, just something like that. Or like hits things. him with a Greg steak bake or something. <laughs> something with a little <laughs> bit of local. Just hoys a steak bake at him. <laughs> right. It'd be amazing. Just, or. The spot is, oh, that's a bit deathmatchy though, but he forces his mouth open and makes him bite it. And he's like, it's so hot! Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ginger's <laughs> tapping! Oh, Ginster's passy that's been in the microwave for two and a half minutes. Yeah. Now, if they did if they did a house show in Cornwall and they brought out a Ginster's pasty, oh. Drew would immediately get booed. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're like proper pasties, don't they? Very yeah. different. And if they put the cream on first before the jam on the scone. Oh, I don't understand oh. that. Awesome also, heel oh. heat from De- Ginger. It's definitely scone, but okay. Oh, ructions! But I remember when Wade, Wade Barrett was at the 2010, 2011. Okay, um, you got some one time house show. He comes out, crying, yeah, Wade Barrett, yeah. Oh, it's miserable to be here in the north. He's boom, <laughs> turn heel in three seconds. Nice. It was amazing. Oh, uh, Kevin Owens uh, referenced quote a g- very good friend of mine who is from this part of the world. And a few people went, oh, Matthew Gray. Matthew Gray. No, <laughs> obviously referencing Pack slash Neville. Yeah. And then Happy Corbin slagged off the Waggy Beef from Newcastle. I know, he, I think his thing is he likes... Newcastle's like, famous Waggy Yeah. Beef. Apparently his thing is, like, I, I, and I must have missed this on SmackDown, this, this little uh, nugget of Corbin-ness that, like, he eats a lot of Waggy Beef. Oh, it's more of his Twitter thing after he, oh, after he did it? go to the oh, casino. Right. He's like, yes, I'm having oh, Waggy he's Beef, not oh, Waggy Beef. Because he's rich. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, right, got you. It's what rich people eat. But That's he, why we'd have no idea what it is. This is why he came out and went, oh, waggy beef here is rubbish. I kind of think, again, all he had to do was go, I went to Tomahawk Steakhouse yeah. and it was rubbish. Yeah. That would be nice. Coop chicken, which is fantastic. No. I think they don't do waggy beef at Coop. No, but they could if they wanted to. I'm sure they could. Yum, Sponsored yum. by Coop chicken. Yum, yeah. yum, Coop yummy, chicken. Yummy, yummy. Mm. In my tum-tum. Let's get some Coop chicken in now. <laughs> in my tum-tum. In my tum-tum. That's what they say. <laughs> For the world famous Coop Chicken. Yummy, yummy in my tum tum. There's a Coop jingle. Chicken. Here is Jack. 
And I'm just there, yummy, yummy. <laughs> yes, this, this, this one right now that I'm Richard stroking. Richard Tubman's cracking up behind the camera. <laughs> He's loving it. Hi, I'm Jack King from off of the Wrestling YouTube. When I want some yummy, yummy <laughs> up me tumbles, I'll nip over to my boys at Goop Chicken. Yeah. Your bagok bagok. <laughs> Lovely chicken. Mm. Mm. Wow, I'm so tired from writing all these hard-hitting articles. I wish there was some food in walking distance. <laughs> and it's a really bad edit. It's... <laughs> Just, just by the wow, train station. Wow, Coop from Coop Chicken. Coop from Coop. What are you doing here? <laughs> I like how it's Coop. Coop from Coop. That's Nigel right. That is Coop. my name. <laughs> Nigel Coop of the Coop family. Off of the Coop, the, the heir to the Coop <laughs> fortune. Hello. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> We love Coop Chicken, right? It's they really used to good. love us about exactly no, no, 20 really seconds good. ago. No, Mike, Mike, please, please. It's really good, really good. So that's your wrestling news. Yeah, there we go. We nearly got through it. Wrestling. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah. Stop that. You think of chicken. Before we get in the Hall of Fame... Our patron producers, Reno2200, Mark Leslie, Noah Anderson, and debuting Anderson. for the first time, Mike Staley. Yeah, I think, I think it's Staley. I think He's it's not Staley. stale, it's Starley. He's it's fresh, Staley. he's vibrant. I think it's Staley. Yummy, Mike, yummy for a... apologies if we got that wrong. Mike Staley's tummy, tummy. Mm. The Hall of Fame segment, ladies and gentlemen, in condescending order from last week. Uh, Norm MacDonald, 17%. I think what offends me the most is the hypocrisy. Uh, Big E, 31%. Oh, oh, yeah, right. I forgot last week. Oh, that's all right, actually. Then. Uh, laptop couple in restaurant, 52%. All right. Aww. If you didn't see the podcast last week, uh, Jack does that thing where he just remembers something that happened to him the previous <laughs> night and goes, that's good enough for the whole of thing. <laughs> and 50% of the time it is. So he's talking about how disgusted he was. He went to a really nice Italian restaurant. Lovely. Vincenzo's in Heaton. Vincenzo's in Heaton. With, with my good lady. <laughs> Delicious food in with, my tummy. With my good lady to coin a, a Tom Campbell phrase, ah. actually. Yeah. We went, had a lovely meal. There was a couple nearby. Just on their laptops, they ordered one drink each and then left. It was a restaurant. And I was like, that's really weird. I'll nominate it for the Hall of Fame. And I said, if this beats Norm MacDonald and the new WWE champion, Big E... Then I'll go to the I'll, well. I don't know if it was the restaurant, but I'll go to a restaurant certainly yeah. with a laptop, and and it was like a little forfeit I made for myself, and it's won. You were that desperate to win nice. this week's Hall of Fame. I, I love it. I really wasn't. I really Jack. wasn't. I wasn't. That That's desperate. what I mean. It's so hard hitting. You it's are like winning the twenty four seven title. Yeah. Are you? How exactly. are you with going to restaurants on your own? I've, full n- stop? I've never really done it. He won't oh, be. He'll so have his HP laptop. He won't be by himself. So scared. Yeah, I'll be on Skype. It's the best. Honestly. Oh no. I've been, I've been, I eat on my own fairly often. I have a, I'll, I'll take a book with me sometimes. I'm scared. It's lovely. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh, mate, it's fine. It's very liberating. The, the, I saw a couple of comments that were like... When he puts a laptop in front of him and like the other person's spot. <laughs> and he just has a face. <laughs> Honestly. He's putting waggy beef on the monitor. I, I couldn't believe... <laughs> Open your mouth, Charlie. Because Ro- happycorbin.jpg, I'll show you. <laughs> because Ross isn't here and he normally like gets the Hall of Fame results, I did it this week. And when I saw it, I was just like, I can't believe that. And then there was a couple of comments that were like, well, I would have voted for Norm MacDonald, but it's what he would have wanted. And yeah, I was like, absolutely. Oh, fair enough then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> so you're going to go on a date with a laptop? <laughs> well, I'm going to 
Just sit on my... Oh. Oh, I have a lovely time. Thanks, everybody, in the Patreon. Ah, oh, that's a lovely day. It's a very lovely day. <laughs> Matthew's loving it. He's absolutely loving it. I need to think. I need to have one, so I need to think of something. Um, oh, man. Well, I've got one. I've got one. I've, I've got one. Oh, okay. Is this from last night? It's from NXT. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Because there's a whole new crop of new faces on NXT, obviously. And they've all got very one-note gimmicks, right? <laughs> but one of them immediately captured my attention and is verging on my boy stable already. I love him. Uh, and I've forgotten his name. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was the Australian one. You know, such an he, he interrupted Roderick Strong. Oh, Drake Maverick's manager. Yeah, what's he called again? Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. I can't believe I remember that name. Uh, we'll talk, obviously, about NXT later on, but I just want to nominate Grayson Waller. Uh, because it was amazing. The the music hits and he comes out all like, he's like dancing along. Like he's meant to be there all along. He's good looking. He's dancing. I'm like, the PS1 I'm room. like, oh, this guy, this guy, what's he going to be like? I'm excited to see what he's got to say. And he gets on the mic and goes like, hi there, guys. <laughs> um, he's just like, like, you better watch what you're doing, Roderick Strong, mate. And I was just like, he, didn't, he came out so cocky and all like, yeah. And he's like, excuse me. <laughs> and I just loved it. I loved the contrast. Fraser then asked me if I'd ever seen Thor Ragnarok, and I hadn't. And he showed me this character called... Oh, the rock guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy, the New Zealand rock man, who's like, hey there, bro. Yeah. You're starting a of rocks waving at you. Starting a revolution. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't print enough, off enough forms. <laughs> he's brilliant. Yeah. So I loved that character. And he reminds me, even though he's from New Zealand, not Australia, reminded me of Grayson Waller. Just the way he just danced out and then was like, mm. what's up there, gang? <laughs> See, it's where you remember that because I remember watching him going, all right, so last week I was uh, managing Drake Maverick and he got the poo kicked out of him. So next week, I think I deserve a cruiserweight title shot. And he got one. <laughs> and he got one. Aye. Why What not? a great character. The bad manager. Because they recognize, like I do, that he's money and I just can't wait to see more. I'm buzzing. That, that, I've never, I'm not really a Marvel Cinematic Universe guy. But that character was fantastic. I watched the best of highlights on YouTube of him. And the bit where he thinks he's killed his pal. Oh, he's dead now? I accidentally stomped on him on the bridge. And then like, he just comes alive and he's like, oh, you're alive, bro. Sorry, what was your question? <laughs> this is so good. I've, are all the films like that? Yeah. Uh, funny. To, in some funny. ways the good, some ways the bad. But yeah, there's, there's, they always try and bit add humor to it. Some, some are great at it. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Rockman is very funny. He's played by uh, the director, I think. Yes. Um, the New Zealand dude. I can't remember his name. I'll mispronounce it. So yeah, yeah. Bit, yeah. Him. him. Um, yeah, he's very good at it. The stuff mm. like Benedict Cumberbatch, he can't do comedy. But <laughs> so freaking like... But I quite like the fact that he's so dry. He's I think too he British. No, he's good when he does it like in the Avengers and the people are bouncing off him. Mm. You know, grab the serious person, the funny one, like mm. Spider-Man going... Hi, I'm uh, Peter Parker. Oh, Doctor Strange. Oh, we're doing our fake names. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm Spider-Man then. Wow, is He's this like a shooting of you? <laughs> Sounds like Chuck Taylor. It's like your shooting name. Yeah. Your shooting So, yeah, so yours is... Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. I have to put in brackets that guy of NXT who's getting a title shot next week. Just dancing out like the life of the party. Nice. Hi there, Roderick. Calm down, friend. <laughs> so good, I love him. I remember having asked, like, so is that a NXT's a jungle? Is that a proper New Zealand accent, or is that I'm trying to do a bit of a South African? I'm really, it's, it's I'm, you're, you're kind of in South Africa. I'm verging on South Africa, yeah. yeah. but I'm, I, it really needs to be Australian. I'm bet I can't really do an Australian one that well. G'day there, Grayson Waller. Did you just, did you just put this in so you could do an Australian? No, it's not. New Zealand no, it's not. South not, African. They're not accents. I'm proud of any of those three because they all mesh together. Um, so no, I didn't. I was genuinely struck by Grayson Waller. 
That's right. Crikey. What have you got for us, Tom? Uh, this is going to come across as sycophantic, but it's very anecdotal. Uh, I'm putting Ross and Kayla into the Hall of Fame this week. Now, I know Ross has already been in there, but I, want uh, I think th Kayla may also have been in. Well, I'm putting them both ah, in. I'm the tag them, team. I'm putting them in as a tag team because it's different. And Bethany, a, I'm sorry. There's, I'm there's, sorry I'll never nominate you. You've got other people nominating other people's girlfriends <laughs> now. I'm so sorry. But there's <laughs> a, there is a story behind it. And so so last Saturday, um, like I mentioned to Ross before I went away, I said, hey, look, before the wrestling on the Sunday, how's about, because Kayla's coming up, how about you and Kayla and me and Alex, we all go out for dinner? On the Saturday night. So yeah, it's a lovely idea. What are we chopped liver? No, Bethany was working all week. And, that's, that's what uh, she's and, and I was also working, yeah. Bethany told me she was working all week, she could come. Um so Sorry, I didn't I... realise you'd actually <laughs> It was just a joke and I feel terrible now. I didn't really. Oh that's all um, right. <laughs> but but um so we booked oh, a table. Both your, both your weeks off coincided. Yeah, exactly. I don't, so oh, so we you, booked a table, and he said, "Oh, Kayla's coming up about. Um, oh, Kayla's coming up on Saturday. Uh, she'd be, you know, be ready to go by about half seven. Oh, cool. So I booked a table for quarter to eight. Uh, ended up, she ended up getting to Newcastle early, and Alex ended up going off to do something with her mate during the day. So I said, "Hey, look, I'm in town. It's about six o'clock, nearly six o'clock. If you're if you're around by then, come and have." some drinks before we out go for our meal. Yeah, yeah. So they did. So they turned up at uh, The Alchemist at six o'clock. Uh-huh. And they uh, sat down and we've ordered drinks. I've had a sip of my drink. I've had a sip of my drink. Uh, Alex isn't with us yet. Alex is still out. She's going to be not available till like eight o'clock. I've had a sip of my drink. And my phone beeps. And it's a producer from BBC Radio Newcastle uh, saying, hi, Tom, are you running late? Yeah, you, that's that's it, isn't it? That, you never want to see that message. I'm um, just so said late for what? Oh no! Oh, you, you're down on the schedule to be in tonight. Mm -hmm. Don't think I am. Oh. And then and then I'm sort of keeping it cool. I'm checking my emails, and there was an email from back in July saying, "Can you cover on this day?" Oh. oh. Which underneath, Peppy past Tom had gone. Absolutely, yeah. no worries. Put me down, and then I had to go. All right, guys, um, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> How you mm. doing, mate? Um, I said, look, um, I have to disappear for two hours. <laughs> well. And they were going, do you know what? Bless them. They were like, hey, they found it hilarious. They said, hey, look, you're the busiest man ever. Go and do what you got to do. So thankfully, the radio station's only up the road. So I jump in a taxi, get up there. Do the two hours of radio. It was a good two hours, actually. Nice, well time. done. Thank you very much. And literally, and got in a taxi, legged it back in time to meet them at the restaurant. Yeah, 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 and kind yeah. of slid in and went. So anyway, as I was saying, nice. <laughs> and at which point, Alex joined us. The rest of the evening was lovely. Fantastic. But but for being so cool about that <laughs> stupid bit of to bad Tom and Min, that's why I want to put Ross and Kayla into the Hall of Fame. Well, bless them. They got they got they came out nice and early to come meet us for drinks. Yeah, they could have had another hour at home. Yeah, they came out early, and then I had to ditch them. <laughs> Felt awful. That is amazing. Felt I always forget awful. that your life is like the last 10 minutes of Goodfellas on repeat. <laughs> Run around and then the helicopter's chasing you and they're at the hospital. Fairly accurate. Oh, wait, have you seen I it? I saw the DVD that you got me this morning. I was getting ready for work and it fell out from like inside of a coat or something. I was like, oh, so I'll watch it at some point soon. Ah. You haven't watched it yet? I'm sorry. <laughs> is it still the cellophane? It might be, yeah, yeah. 
But no, I I've might been, watch no, but it. I've been told it's like obviously it's Goodfellas. It's I don't. Right? Yeah, no, decent, I bought you a crap it? film. No, it's like a, a bit of a cult classic. No, I'm joking. It's meant to be like one of the best films ever. Cult classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a, a, an extra story to tack on to yours. Oh, right. go on, man. Because Kayla told me and Fraser that she told Ross she was getting here on Saturday, but she got here on the Friday. She was going to surprise him. Yeah. She came. So she came to the office like towards the end of the day, but she was like. Um, don't worry, I'm right. This is keep it a secret from Ross. Please, like, buzz me in when I ring the bell. That's so cute. And um, me and Fraser were like, "Oh yeah, no worries, bless you. No worries, that's absolutely sound." And um, she was she also brought brownies for everybody, so that was Aww. nice as well. But she deliberately timed it so that she wouldn't be like sat around in the office while we were working. It was like near the end of the day. It was all good, but. We didn't know how Ross would react in that situation because I've just never seen Ross in that situation before. So we were like, ooh, because I remember at uni once, my mate's girlfriend turned up to surprise him in the middle of a night out and he just wasn't happy and we were all a bit like... Necking out with another woman. No, no, but, <laughs> we, but I think it was like... It was like... It, and and she's a, she was a lovely girl as well, but for some reason he was like really not happy that she'd turn up and I was I remember thinking like this yeah. is weird yeah some people mm. just don't like surprise so I was worried that maybe Ross would be like that like yeah. the surprise would just knock him for six and he'd just be like what's going on but then it was all fine and he was he was pleased to see her it was all sound and then they left the room and Fraser was like was Ross alright with that there I'm not sure and I was like no no that's that's happy Ross like, he, he actually that's him buzzing but Fraser couldn't tell <laughs> but I, I could tell he was yeah he's, he, he's he, he was a lovely thing to do and he yeah. was very excited when he told me about mm. it I was like that's so nice mm. That's nice. Let's stick them in the Hall of Fame together. Go on. Or Grayson Waller. Yeah. Or, 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 before you go to that, though, I can't find any way to shoehorn it in. We went out last week for, um... Steph. Steph's uh, birthday, was it? Yeah, but I was at home because it was my brother yeah. and my dad's birthday. That's right. But so yeah. we went out and then Sam invited, like, all the office and then really awkwardly all the office showed up. <clears throat> that never happens. You know, if you go on Facebook, you invite 30 people, 10 people are going to show up. Yeah. Well, 30 people showed up going from place to place looking for somewhere to get, you know, drinking, sitting down. So I found the Clooney. Yeah. So yeah, the I'll be outside bit. And he's a very nice man. I said, I'll have a gin and ginger. It's my go-to thing. So I was like, oh, nice. cool. Drink. But it's the, um, oh, what's it with the dog? Um, the ginger ale. Oh. Steppen. Oh, what's it called? Puntman's. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. So he went, oh, there's a, a single or a double. I said, double. He's just pouring out because it's a big bottle. He went, oh, do you want some more? Like gin put in this to balance it out. And I was, yeah, yeah, sure. Anything too much of it until I'd had two sips. And I was just like, is this a quad? It was a quaddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Let me have a few more sips. Was he a big Bosch mania fan? Like, what's <laughs> Sip, sip, sip. Yeah, um, got, I've got the fuzzy head thing going on oh, already. Wow. This is a. Uh, Oof, what a friend in need, eh? God. <laughs> so thank you, the Clooney. Very wow. generous. Love the Clooney. Yeah, yeah. a big fan I, of I do. Clooney, I don't remember though. anything about it, but I remember Yum, yum, time. beer in my tummy. Yum, the yum, Clooney. Beer in my tum <laughs> um, it's my birthday next week. Hey. hey. Um, I don't know whether to do something on the Friday after work or on the Saturday. Well, I don't know just, which one will be easier for If you I'll don't want the whole office turning up. In the, no, I do. Oh, you do? Come on, everyone. Well, this is when no one I know that's what I'm worried about, genuinely. So I, I I do, but I don't want to come across like, hopefully they can't hear me right now, but I don't want to come across like, guys, come on, please come. Aww. I want to play it cool, and then everyone will come. Is that next weekend? Yeah, but I don't know whether, my uh, birthday itself's on the Friday, right. but I don't know whether to do like something on the Friday or the Saturday. Uh, I'm, well, le I'm legit away. That's all right, don't weekend, worry. So, I think so. Ben might be as well, yeah. so don't worry. Matthew, what do you think's the better day? And don't worry if you I'll can't come. Friday. I'm just asking your opinion. Right, okay, Friday. Saturday it is. Richard then. Tubman, <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> 
I've been insulted the nah, brew, nah. the brew crew and the downstairs oh. office. So oh, that was a good week last none week. Of, none of them are going to come. It'll I've just got... be the upstairs, just be the spirits in the sky. Is the brew crew that little gathering that you do in the kitchen yeah, yeah, where yeah, you is, all yeah. compliment each other on your beverages? That's that's nice. I like Ooh, that. Oh, I love tea. We've got tea that's flavoured like jam. <sighs> I do Get like that bro. jam tea. Oh, right. Okay, Very clever. Cool. Okay. It's witch, witchcraft and wizardry. Okay. That yeah. is. Oh, it is. actually sent a Hall of Fame picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six hours is the podcast. I was going to say, I was going to say Bron Brigitte because I thought somebody else was going to say him, but I'm like, nah, I think I'll save that the next week. Okay. Instead, this week, I'm going to go with the fact that uh, R.I.P. Boise from Only Fools mm. and Horses. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And not just because it's like, oh, that's right, Matthew wanting to cash in on this Hall of Fame run he's going so well, <laughs> till recently, of uh, you know famous dead cool people. But reading the reports of how popular Only Fools and Horses is in Serbia. Oh, uh, it was really amusing because apparently they did a documentary like Boise in Belgrade where he just goes and just sees and apparently like people go to reports I need to see this documentary but go to reports like he just sat there and people are like oh, Tim it's him Boise like, it's Boise you know do the laugh yeah and apparently there's this giant crowd out for him and everything Ooh. it's just and I like I like reading about things where Boise mania yeah Boise mania running <laughs> wild brother but like when you see someone's popular it's popular here but like for some reason it's really popular in a country where you wouldn't yeah. expect it so apparently there's a lot of people have the same attitude over there it's like yeah we'll all be millionaires next year oh, <laughs> I've, got, oh, uh, nice. 50, I've got five quid in my bank account but you know it's halfway there I like that so yeah not just because he was part of you know Only Fools and Horses that's one of the, the, the pillars it's an iconic television funny. program absolutely did I ever uh, tell you about the time? Well, go on. I, did I ever oh, tell you that I... Yeah, yeah you can tell your story, please tell My story that I spent the day with John Chalice. Yes, did. <laughs> so, years ago, when I used to work for a radio station in Wolverhampton, uh, John Chalice came in because he was doing a day of interviews. Um, I think he was promoting his tour, and he was doing some voiceovers. And I was sort of given the role of looking after him for the day, so making him tea and making sure the, the equipment worked. And he'd do ISDN interviews down the line with uh, all the other stations in our radio group. So I'd sit with him all day, and and I listened as he was getting asked, like, the same question, yeah. only for horses, five, six, seven times. And you could see-, see him getting tired, so I was... And then at the end, the last um, the last interview slot was me. Oh! So at the end of the day, I went, "It's me and you now, John." And he went, "Ah, oh, then I can get rid of you and all this." So we have we had banter. Oh, man. It's me and John. John. Me and John had banter. So uh, so it recorded. I just say now uh, with John Chalice, better known as Boise, and of course when we say the name Boise, there is one TV show that people think of, and uh, there's there's a big question about that TV show that I'd love for you to answer. So yeah, go ahead. Are we getting another series of Green Green Grass? Uh, Which was the spin-off series that Boise did yeah. that no one likes. I don't know it. No, it's fine. Not many people do. I've, because uh, I've heard the name. I wanted to like it, but... Uh, he was really happy with it. And, he, and we talked about it extensively. And basically, the, uh, the, 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 the booking agent for the BBC changed... Uh, as the series was was in progress, oh, and yeah. they didn't like it. Mm. So therefore, if you don't, if they don't <clears> like something, then this is like that's a, it. it's Game like a, a, a tournament storyline in an anime where you've analysed <laughs> how he's beaten all the other opponents, yeah. and you've noticed they've all gone for the same tactic, and you've switched yours up. And I said, "Green, green grass," and he went, "Ah, yeah, all <laughs> 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 I love anime. Goes, the monologue in Boyce's head. 
unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Wait till I tell Marlene about this. <laughs> and, and then, and he would, what, was, what would happen is inevitably he'd start wanting to talk about Odie Falls and Horses. And I go, okay, anyway, but back to Green Green Grass. Yeah. And we, all we did for 10 minutes was talk about Green Green Aww. Grass. And it was so much fun. And and he was lovely all, all day. He was lovely. Because so that's what you're hoping for when you ask somebody something. It's like, because you know, when I saw Bret Hart, mm. you go, so, no, sorry, sorry, those times, but I'll say it one more time just because, like, everyone's like, so the screw job. He's like, uh, when Goldberg kicked your head, uh, you know, your brother. And he's like, oh, okay, no way. What was I doing the Simpsons? He's like, oh, it was the best. Yeah. He's like, yeah, there you go. That's that, that one thing on that one guy to go, oh, I remember that obscure thing you've just brought up. We are now new friends. You Top know. interview tip. People message me and say, like, how, how do I do interviews? Top interview tip. Looking at you down the line yeah, here, yeah. you, right? Okay. Always start with a question that's incredibly obscure, that shows you've done your flipping research. Yeah, yeah. That you've, once you do that, you got them. Hmm. More that, often than not, you've got I them. I used that tip from Tom. There you go. And I, I did it with Eric Young. And I said, would you rather um, hold the... It was when he was Impact Champion. So would you rather hold it for a year or would you rather the Toronto Maple Leafs win, <laughs> win, win the Stanley Cup? And then he lied and said that he'd rather have a year-long title reign, which I didn't believe for a second, because the, the Maple Leafs last, last one in like the 50s or something. Yeah. So I don't believe him at all. But, you know. What a company, man. Nice guy, though. Through gritted teeth, he yeah. said that. Like, it was when he was doing his like taxi driver thing. I liked that. No, like we're two. No, no, oh, no. Oh, De Niro, right? De Niro, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. When you say taxi driver thing to a wrestling fan, the instant reaction is, "Where to, Stephanie?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go south of the river. God, a crazy voice, that Eric Young. But <laughs> again, that was Krusty the Clown. You did one a few weeks ago. A Krusty the Clown. I can't do it with Eric Young. Oh. Yeah, it just sounds I like he's going south of the river. He's been gargling <laughs> nails. He's just, oh, anyway. So yeah, Boise, not just for the fact that, again, Only Four Sauce is amazing, but the fact that the character development's amazing that show at Boise. Mm. First off, he's this, you know, kind of schemey dude who plays cards with. Then he's a used car salesman. And they go forward a few more years, and he said he's an international jewel smuggler. <laughs> if they carried on, he fools and horses. Goes right, Marlena. I've taken over a country. <laughs> <laughs> You're not living in Boise land. There was the scene where. Um... Uh, the the mobsters came into the pub looking for Del Boy. Yeah. And uh, Boise Boise's like playing it cool, going, We haven't seen him. And then Boise sat at the bar, stood at the bar. And then the, he goes he goes to the, this this mobster goes to Mike the barman and goes, Right, you don't know where he is, even though his drink's here and he's like, I don't know. All right, I want you to buy everyone in this bar a drink. Here's a pound and I want change. And there's a long pause. And Boise, who hasn't taken his eyes off this mobster to the left, just goes Large cognac, please, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just beautiful. His timing was was second to none. God love him. God yeah. love him. I think Boise. If Bo yeah, I think oh, all three good picks. Yeah, yeah. Grayson's up there. Grayson Waller, I would say. Yeah. So those three picks are Grayson Waller, aka the South African. Uh, no, no, he's not. It was my bad accent from NXT. Uh, Ross and Kayla. Ross and Kayla. Kayla. Ross's mum. As <laughs> yeah, better known to God. <laughs> And uh, Boise. Nice. Those three nice. picks are your picks and only your picks. If you go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Pointing. Emphasizing what I'm saying. That says this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! Oh, we'll have to show us what's going on. Lost in the frogs of Langley Road just to see what's going on.
To see the plane races. See the plane races. Second verse. Got on the bus to... That's another word. No one knows the second nah. word to the blade. Two races. black guys in the broken nose. Gone into blade and races. Oh, Jordy's lost his luggy. <laughs> Jordy's lost his luggy. Though she'll have it. Why didn't the Great Northern Run go to South Shields this yeah, why year? Why didn't it? I was fuming. South Hindsight's underrepresented. Sorry. Um, sorry. Somebody rang BBC and said, you've been calling it the wrong name all day. It's not the Great North Run this year. It's the Newcastle Runaround. That is class. That is absolutely... Bit of salt, That is a disgruntled man. The Newcastle Runaround. That is a disgruntled man. It was if you're trying to get a bus. Oh, God, I'm with that bloke. Should we clap? Or was this, this in? is all going to be left in. Oh, right, okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay, sorry, sorry. We're off. This week in wrestling. <laughs> Smackdown. Reigns, Heyman, and the Usos open the show. They're interrupted by Big E and Finn Balor. They take on the Usos in the tag match and win. Uh, backstage, Reigns grills Heyman about Lesnar, asking if Brock would be at Extreme Rules. Heyman says he doesn't know. Heyman's... Oh. <laughs> this is... Good thing, though. Big E just... Opening the forbidden door, going to SmackDown, the new champ. <laughs> right. He's got the ability to do so, I guess. Weird that the Usos lost such a high-profile thing, but I'm all right with it because Big E gets to look a big star. Yeah, which I, he is. Oh, he looks. So, I, do you know what? He looks ace with that title. Certainly does. He just does, doesn't he? I like Big E with the WWE title. It's Big just, E with a big belt. It fits perfect, yeah. like a glove. I also liked uh, the backstage bit with him going, "No, no, no, Brock Lesnar. He wears." His disguise, like a mask, like a like a beard. Oh, and it was uh, it was interesting seeing that on a show because I'm like I've never heard it be used in that context before. <laughs> There's many other ways of using it. Rick Boogs beats Robert Roode. After the match, he and Nakamura celebrate with Pat McAfee, but are ambushed by Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Yes, the feud <laughs> must continue. Yeah, um, Rick Boogs is like in if if the world was kayfabe. Um, Rick Boogs would be like one of the strongest. He beats people in a minute. In a minute. I know he gets beaten up a lot, but he hits one move and they're done. That's a former Impact champion. <laughs> he just battered it. Uh, former NXT champ. Uh, yes, oh, as well. Yeah. Funny he went for the Impact one, but I guess that was a hell of a run he had. Yeah, why did I do that? Yeah. I'm off the chain. Sure, I think they're very young still. Mm. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. Uh, the 15th match between Nakamura and Apollo Crews, mm. probably the best one. Kevin Owens and Happy Corbin are scheduled to have a match, but Corbin attacks during Owens' entrance and beats him down. Doesn't seem very happy to me, man. Not a happy boy. This is uh, this is pretty much what happened on uh, on the house show here. The first oh, two, really? the oh, first really? main two bits, or not not beat down, but like Corbin and Owens matched up, and Nakamura and a Cruz matched mm. up. The feud continues Yay. overseas. Big E confronts Heyman backstage and says he can't wait to face his boy at Survivor Series. Whether that's Reigns or Lesnar. Oh, or Balor, he said as well, actually. Because then he was like, oh, and Finn might also win the title. And everyone oh, yeah. went, mm -hmm. Everyone went, no, 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 no. no, you're kidding. Oh, he's, he's the demon for this one. Oh, he's really scary. <laughs> I, the mistake they made, I think the mistake they made with Balor, I mean, I, I love to see the demon. I like seeing the demon back. Mm. When they debuted the demon, when they returned the demon last week, demon should have stayed on top of the stage. Demon ran down and stood face to face with Balor and realise that he's like... Balor. With Reigns. So with Reigns, and realise he's like half a foot shorter. Oh, but he's the and demon. And I, I just, I think that sport a bit of the okay. illusion. I think that if Balor had stood on the stage, smoke billowing everywhere, and Reigns staring at him from the ring, yeah. I think that would have been a far more intimidating 
arrangement. Okay. Yeah, in your in my head, opinion. That's right. But in Kevin Dunland, oh my God, there look, it's it's the demon, it's the demon. The demon would look menacing and then pointed towards the sign that says extreme rules soon. <laughs> something, in fact. Seth Rollins cuts a promo. Uh, this covers about 20 minutes. Describing the feelings of injuring Edge. He says that Edge can either retire or crawl back to the ring for a rematch. Hey, it was a good promo. Yeah, Seth and Roll. Keep Rollins, Rollins, Rollins. No, I was like, yeah. Well, I, I've always liked Seth. And I know everyone's opinion of Seth goes up and down. And I've always like felt really defensive of him when people when it's, he's on the down. I'm like, no, Seth Rollins is really good. But I'm glad that he seems to be like a really, like, he's really in tune with this part of his character isn't he he's really in tune with the 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 we i don't know how to describe it but he's just he's evil, clicked he's he? locked into who he is yes that's what i was like we've to had say, times yeah. with rollins where he's you can't he's not going to be fully committed because he doesn't really buy like being this the baby my face girlfriend, Becky Lynch. my girlfriend yeah. we're gonna beat you up yeah. like this oh, yeah. he's truly locked in this is more him yeah. yeah like when i said that oh that's a fake marriage <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's how that, I love you, dear. It just—it's hard to do I, real. I can um, understand it totally because even though they'll like they were they were an item backstage, it's totally different, isn't it? Trying to replicate chemistry, yeah. real chemistry on camera. I mean, and also they might not be one of those couples that true, does absolutely that, that does yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like um, public displays of affection. They and, might not be their bag, and that's why I've not nominated Bethany for the Hall of Fame. It's not because I don't like her. It's just I'd hope at the very least you like it. Well, at the very least. Yeah, wait a minute. We know what you were saying there, Dora. Oh, it's just, you know, (laughs) whenever there's a a gathering of all of us and just everyone realises how much cooler Bethany is and I'm just like, oh, I wish I was cool as well. I feel like Seth Rollins (laughs) and she's Becky Lynch. Everyone's like, oh, she's so cool. Jack, go away. And I go, (laughs) and slink off. (laughs) (laughs) And I just do a phoenix splash off the snow. So then maybe that's that, that maybe guy, we're all maybe. trying to Bethany about how brilliant she is. There's Jack feeling <laughs> splashing off the bar at the Clooney. What a night! <laughs> maybe maybe I just relate to Seth, and that's why I've always liked maybe. him. Maybe I just do. Yeah, talk him full circle. Yeah, yeah. Tony Storm and Liv Morgan beat Carmella and Zelina Vega when the heels take a count-out loss. Liv says she's tired of Carmella running away and challenges her to a match at Extreme Rules. Presumably. I think you're cool, by the way. Oh, thanks, Tom. You don't need... Nah. No, the fact that you've had to say that makes it not cool. No, 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 no. The, the cogs are turning my head. I thought I should tell you. I think oh, no, don't worry. I know. I think you're cool. That, that also, that segment happened. It did. <laughs> Shout-outs to Tony Storm's gimmick where she loves the 80s. <laughs> it should be on one, of those, yep. one of those TV shows where they go, oh, Rubik's Cubes. Yeah, they were yeah. great. <laughs> Remember them? And everyone's like, yeah, do we don't shut up about it? <laughs> Finn Balor explains the origin of his demon persona, saying it came from everybody who ever disrespected him on his journey to the top. A light shines in his face and he, transform, he transforms the demon. It says here, ooh. Did I, did I write that? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm. It's nice that they're doing it. It's nice that Finn's at here, but he really is at that placeholder. Well... This is what's going to tide us over until Lesnar. And they're doing everything they can to to not give that impression. They're trying right. very hard to, but it's like it's it, it's it's like whoever challenges for the title between January and March, yeah. like it's yeah, like, it's like that, we yeah. know yeah. and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. You know, you ever like go over your budget for food and you wait for the next paycheck and you look in and you've got like a pot noodle. 
and an onion. That, Finpal is not an to onion. To tide you over. He's not an onion. He's a pot noodle and an onion. You're He's like, what both. am I going to do with this? John, can you dress up oh, a pot noodle and an onion so it looks like Finbala? <laughs> with some bread you're cutting the green bits and off. Tag Finbala in it. Like, come on, of, just goes through this week. Without context. Grade of difficulty for John's got higher this week. Well, he's been doing it for a couple of years now. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. It's time, John. He's he's been a great he's been a grafter for many years. Mm. Don Eiley needs to uh, we, we up the ante on him. It's only because we know he's good. Yeah. Love, love you, John. We only ask for free content from the best people. Exactly, Come on. exactly. Uh, Big Dom Mysterio faces Sami Zayn with Ray on guest commentary, which Dom doesn't seem too happy about, and Sami wins with an inside cradle. Yeah, Sami's oh. been racking up the wins recently, all over Dom, but, you know, wins are, the share of the winner's purse is his. Exactly. <laughs> it looks like Dom's getting very mad at this. Losing all the time and blaming his dad. If, dom, da dom, dom. Uh, <laughs> if slash when they do feud, I, I, they need to include a reference to the custody of Dominic Ladder match. They, they, they need to. I really want that to happen. Tonight I'm getting custody of myself. Yes, it's yeah. going to be oh. that, isn't it? Yeah. He has to get himself off the the hanging. He was never hung up. <laughs> I know we all think of I that. Keep on saying <laughs> it because yeah. I blame the wrestling fan. Yeah. Net, which had that like that. That was the good Photoshop. I used to do right. such good photoshops back in the day. But that was it. It's like <laughs> gotta grab Dom. Was he hanging by like the collar of his shirt? Yeah, and, like he's like a coat hanger <laughs> is is in his shirt. He's just so that's oh, why his arms sticking. He's doing the T pose. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Too awkward because like Eddie's grabbing his shoes fall off and he's just like I've got these shoes now. Vicky's <laughs> Vicky's got your other pair. Where is Vicky? His <laughs> cake's come down. He's like, oh dad. <laughs> then the girl he fancies walks past. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who? Kane. I'm trying. Who's on SmackDown this week, Matthew? Oh, God. Kane. Kane's on SmackDown no, this no. week. What are you doing here? <laughs> it's 1999 all over again. Oh, this, is the, uh, this is the SmackDown review. Yeah, I love that Tom did this when he was doing the um, <laughs> streaming for the last... <laughs> we did a live episode of That's Gotta Be Kane at the end of AEW. Several thousand people watching it. Yeah, 3,700 people utterly confused with why this clearly drunk man is wearing a Kane mask upside down, having a conversation oh. with himself. <laughs> Height of comedy, that. Yeah, three people going, oh, I get it. Kane brings out a hotel girl, Bianca Belair, for a Knoxville celebration, <laughs> presenting her with the key to Knox County. <laughs> Becky Lynch interrupts and brags about having the title on lock. Because, uh, okay, Saying she'll win at Extreme Rules, she shakes hands with Belair, who doesn't let go. They have a scuffle. Before, I, I love that word. They scuffle around <laughs> before Becky hits her exploded suplex and leaves. That's right. Getting beat up in your hometown. It's the WWE special. They it's an exploder it suplex, way. isn't it? Yeah, that the one she does. She grabs one leg and goes, "Hey, Richard, yeah. is that an exploder suplex?" It's that or a T-bone suplex. I can never tell right. the difference. Maybe that's the same. Backsploder. Yeah. Backsploder. So it is the exploder. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. No man. I, I asked time. Richard because he's a worker, brother. Work, yeah. Worker, brother, brother, brother. He's working. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this was a bit with Kane. He brought out the key to Knoxville, and he nearly brought out the Knox from Keyville, which would have been a, a hilarious situation he'd found himself in if he had done that. What a, what a Knox from Keyville. What a, what a, Go on, do it, Tom. No. 
what a circumstance he would have found himself in. Oh, okay. had, he, had he done that, okay. maybe maybe if you listen to the Cultaholic did, classic Armageddon watch along, you may hear what happened. This is there. how normal people did are when they're all, watching AEW. They this go, well, if you'd how, seen Being the Elite, this is not how normal people are. Did this how did this did this whole thing start? Because because I didn't hear the origin of that's got to be Kane. Okay. Did it stop? Did it, can I guess? Go did on. it start because that's got to be Kane? Sounds like a sitcom. Um, like, kind that's of. Gotta be okay. It was me, you, Young Jamie. Are you able to do a search for us on the Google machine uh, for... I'm going to see if I can find um, a, a decent enough link for you to find it. Okay, so um, Kane and Linda WWF uh, on the on the old Google machine. And it's the... There's a picture um, which says Hot Growth Companies, which I think is the best one I can find. <laughs> Not the first okay. one. Okay, if you click on that one, and then it'll um, take you to... Uh, it's it's between the picture of Glenn, uh, two pictures of Glenn Jacobs uh, on the middle row. Uh, that that one there. Now underneath it, you can see a picture of Linda pointing at Kane. That's the one. Oh. So this was from the front cover of like a like a a, a, a business venture capital magazine, uh, and it was the week that <laughs> it was it was the week on SmackDown that uh, Matt McMuscles joined us yeah. from What Happened. And um, this was the cover of the magazine which they showed on SmackDown. And um, it's, uh, we just both said, it all three of us said, it looks like the, like the image from a sitcom. Yeah. So we just all reasoned that the sitcom should be called That's, That's Gotta, Gotta Be, be Kane. Yeah. Okay. And then from there, we've spouted many wacky, hilarious situations based <laughs> on that very picture. Got you. Got I love you. Linda's um, femalid. <laughs> Oh, Big thank you to hair, John Eiley and Colonel XB. Oh, absolutely. Who, uh, Colonel XB, who has been putting together uh, video versions of our That's Gotta Be Kane episodes that we ad-lib. You can watch them on Colonel XB's YouTube channel. I've but seen that. That's the Fraser showed me it. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's just... Uh, it's, it, hey, look, if you've not heard the classic SmackDown review, if you want to hear uh, Math, I, and sometimes special guests, you've come on. I've been on, been on once. before. The Steve Blackman episode. You were indeed. The infamous Steve Blackman episode. Uh, it's on a Saturday. It was and more it's the, just... Highl- the Highlander episode because the cast of Highlander were there. They were. Oh, that was so good. That was a good time. That was... They're all bored by Edge going on and on about that appearance he made and then Gangrel shows up and suddenly Christopher Lambert's like, Gangrel! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lambert loves He Gangrel. loves Gangrel as much as anyway. Knoxville loved Panker Belair. Nice. Becky Lynch still getting cheered. She's go, she's working through the cheers. Mm. All those cattle things they put at the front of trains. <laughs> yeah, Plowing through. Like, nah, you get your booners. She needs to do something heinous, but I can't think of what. You suggested that at the Newcastle show, she should have worn a Sunderland. That wasn't me who suggested oh. it. I just, I just said, if that happened, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Oh. Because Becky Lynch in a Sunderland shirt, are you joking? That's like that's the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> oh yeah, you would say that, right? <laughs> Not because I fancy her, because she's class and son of a class as well. This is again why you connect with Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah, but it would clash with her red hair, though, wouldn't it? The red and white stripes, different shade of red. It would look weird. You could dye her hair the red that matches. Just exactly the same red. So, so there was the so bright it red like she on her sunglasses. <laughs> I bleed red and white, me. Go on. Well, ble- I'd hope, hope you'd so. be- at least bleed red. Away, lads. If you bleed yeah, white. Bleed yeah, you are supposed to bleed red. Yeah, you are. I'd bleed cut me and I bleed red. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope you would. I mean, white would suggest a, a chromosome issue that you might want to deal with. Not okay. chromosome issue, a, um, 
Uh, an iron issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. An iron issue, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Iron helps. It would be a lack of iron, wouldn't it, mate? It certainly would be. Or a lack of resting content in the podcast. AE Dub Rampage. The Lucha Brothers defend the tag God, titles it's against Matthew the getting us back on track. This is crazy. It's bad time. Oh, yeah, AEW Rampage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinter has tied the turnbuckle by his mask, so he takes it off. Oh, yes. Saves the day and helps Phoenix win. Oh, yes, he does. And I, I like that as a story. Yeah. After the match, the, the Hardy family orifice run it for a beatdown. <laughs> what? But Santana and Ortiz make the save. Mm-hmm. Santana and Ortiz, it's their time it's at some point to have a big banger of a match again. And I want it yeah. to be soon. Yeah, because they do every so often. Yeah, they have the FDR one about a month. Yeah. I want them to dress, ago, I want them dress like Dead Presidents again. Dead Pres. Do all that. It's bigger than hip hop. Nice. Got money like four. That was Knox. for you, Richard. Oh. Dead Prez do a song called Hip Hop. Oh, I was thinking it's the film Dead Prez. I did, but then I, then I did a Ah, right. When you said they dressed like Dead Presidents, I was thinking, what, like Abraham Washington? Yeah. Abraham Washington. Not Abraham Washington. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Washington. I thought that was a deliberate it's Tomism. It's the Abraham Washington show. <laughs> I, should have, I, should have, I should have said it was a Tomism, shouldn't I? Yeah. Have you guys seen any of those shows, by the way? They are the, the most amazing uh, segments that WWE has ever put out. Oh, the ones from ECW. Right, right. The, two, on the arse end. The arse end of, yes. <laughs> it was supposed to be a deliberately bad, like, tonight show, late night show thing. No one in the crowd gets it. Oh. They're deliberately bad jokes. Oh. And then there's just, there's no payoff. Oh. And they go, well, that's all we've got time for. And it's just the stunned silence of the crowd is amazing. Oh, it's like this podcast. <laughs> It's a rough time for all involved. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and a Jay beats the buddy with a roll-up. Have the match take on Ian Penelope Ford. Sorry, Penelope Ford. Penelope. Get in the ring for a brawl with Ford using brass knucks to KO the good guys. Boo. 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 Boo, I say. Is this going to be the... Because there's the reports, isn't there, of the, the um, rumoured uh, secondary women's title, the TBS Championship. Um, do you think this will be the crew who are going for that belt? These, these sort, this level of the card, or do you think it'll be people like your Jade Cargills, your Red Velvets, slightly higher up, maybe? I well, feel like, certainly Jade Cargills higher up. But I feel like Jade Cargill could be the person that you put at the top of this division. Yeah, okay. I feel, and then and then Cargill's just like everyone's coming for her and just, she's just bouncing them away. Fair enough. I don't I, like I don't that. want to see Brits Reign end yet though. No, no, no. Yeah. But that's why at you, some g- point. you give Cargill the ti- the TBS title. Oh, and you build. I've got her. Uh, this division. Sorry, got you. Is in the, yeah. the, the, the mid the mid card. Yeah, right, got that's you, got it. You. And then you can build to you know have Cargill just bouncing heads and then build to Cargill versus Baker. Oh, it's like there WrestleMania six. Ah, yeah, the ultimate challenge, mm. the Cargill challenge. <laughs> Take on the Cargill challenge today. If your whites aren't whiter than white, then you can get money back on your detergent. Do you remember the Daz doorstep challenge? I do, but I don't I was, know, I'm going to pop for like Danny Baker. Yeah, that's what I was referencing there, where Danny Baker would turn up at people's houses. So we say challenge like that, I think like Man vs. Food challenge, with the Jade Cargill challenge. You oh, must wow. eat two medium pizzas, <laughs> yeah. a kilogram of fries. Cargill would, dis- would and devour. And then you get in the ring and you got to like wrestle and just like, <laughs> pin you with one finger. Ah, oh, defo. Matt Hardy hits the ring with Jack Evans for an interview. He drags an Orange Cassidy fan over the barricade a la Jack the Jobber at the lead WCPW in Nottingham in 2016. <laughs> they cut some of his hair until OC runs out to make the save. He runs out. Orange Cassidy's oh, yeah. as well. OC yeah. from OSW Review comes out. Oh, OC comes out, yeah. 
What's the story? Yeah, he's actually a day leader. <laughs> he's there. There's horrible opinions on Twitter. Oh, the feud continues. Here we go. I say something nice about them. No one cares. So I have to say stuff like this. It's like, yeah, they suck. I love them. You had one of the best OSW moments of all time when you couldn't do Don't that. Don't tell OC that. He'd be livid. You couldn't do that joke about um, the women's right, the finisher of Lacey Evans. That was the best. Cause they, but they murdered you in the edit, though. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, they like, got me like Tommy Dreamer. Killers in the edit. They just kept it all in. <laughs> no, but it was way funnier than It was than funny. Like it was funny. It was Again, funny. I was reading it. Yeah. I couldn't read it off the page <laughs> that I wrote. Oh, anyway. Thank you for remembering that. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, it was really terrible when you mess up and people laugh at you. No, it's not. It's awesome. <laughs> Britt Baker and Ruby Riot are out here for a war of words. Oh, I want to go see that. Apparently they're touring... Uh, War, of, yes! War of the Words. Yes, Jeff Wayne's War, yeah, War, War, of, War of, of the Words. I saw that <laughs> These giant was... letters coming down. <laughs> I, saw that when, I saw that when I was younger. Off. It was like a live... There was like half of it was an orchestra and half of it was a band. And they did the right. War of the Worlds soundtrack. Is it that same thing? I assume so, yeah, because they've done a... It was class. I only know this because it's the only time this has actually worked on this. You know those YouTube adverts that come up before you look at something on YouTube? Yeah. Um, it's like, dun, 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 the new version of War of the Worlds. I was like... I forgot how good that was, actually. Mm. Mm. But Liam Neeson doing the voice and stuff like that. So I was like, all right. And then, uh, yeah, nice. go see it. So apparently it was good, though, when you saw it. Uh, yes, but I don't know if it's like the same sort of thing. If it's like a... It was like a... Kind of like a, a musical, but it was like 70% music and then 30% yeah. play. It was more music than it was story. It was yeah, a yeah. stage experience. Yes, it was. It was class. It was really good. Yeah. Mm. Lovely. Uh, Ruby compares Brit to every girl she stood across the ring from, right down to banging some dude in the back. And Brit Baker rightly went, oh, I am, yeah. So look <laughs> at him, he's gorgeous. <laughs> but also she said it as if, like, that's how Brit got in. When Adam Cole's just turned up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this promo made me want Brit Baker to win. <laughs> it it kind of backfired for me. It's weird because, like, even in AEW, it's like all the women must either be calling each other a bitch or talking about being hot yeah. or banging men. I guess at least... At least it was just a one-off kind of, like for for AEW, like usually the feuds are more serious in the women's division. I'd like to think anyway. So at least it was a one-off throwaway yeah, line yeah. about it. It got a big reaction. Yeah, because everyone, oh, I don't go. Yeah, oh. we get this. We we know yeah. what's happening. We understand. I can't believe a, a we're in the inner circle. A, no, not the stable. I can't believe a girlfriend had sex with her boyfriend. What's <laughs> going on? Only oh. if I'm dino for next week. So I don't call you only here because you're banging your hot girlfriend. Yeah, that'll be funny. That'll, that'll be, be good. They do a good. reversal. There yeah. you go. But, all right, all right, fine. That's a setup, but. Anyway, Britt swings her title belt, but Ruby ducks it and Britt runs away. It's time, though, for title versus car. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Get ready. You sat down. Yes. Fuego del Sol lost to Miro. Oh. Uh, he continues the attack after the match, but Sammy Guevara arrives to chase him away and holds up the title. And good God, that was a loud yawn there yeah, from our leader. Was that Adam Pichy? Holy God, <laughs> that shouldn't have been that loud. It was like a, it's like a mating call. It's like a fridge door opening. <laughs> the doors from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Ah, <laughs> oh. what a great podcast! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the door. That's where. That's where you got it from. From Hitchhiker's Guide. Ah, oh, very good. Oh, phenomenal. That was really. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That, that rea the reaction, your reaction to your own killer joke there was like when Eric Cantona scored that goal against Sunderland and just went, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Do it all the time, mate. 
<laughs> so if something kills, I'll be like, okay. If something dies, I'll be like, ah! <laughs> I got it. <laughs> On Monday Night Raw. The New Day opened the show and caught Roman and the Usos. Bloody hell. New Day versus the Bloodline on Monday Night <laughs> Raw. Yeah, I'll be having some of that. Beautiful, beautiful. You have a six-man tag match, and it is indeed beautiful, with Reigns winning for his team, despite Lashley appearing and wrecking havoc on everyone. Yeah, so the ma- the one flaw with this match was that, and Ross pointed out, I didn't even realise, because it was all the chaos going on at once, but Ross was like, the ref should have just ended the match when Lashley started beating everyone up. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But Bobby Lashley, when he turned up, a sensational ball of rage here. Yes. I thought yeah. he was great. What a great way to rehabilitate was, him post-losing a title. I've never even thought of Lashley as like a good character guy. Like, he's mm. a great... Haven't you? Great, I know oh. exactly. He's like a great wrestler, absolute, like, physical specimen. What a guy. But I've never thought of him as, like... But this changed my mind because he turned up and I was like, that's a guy who's lost his title and he's angry about it. Mm. I'm like, yes, Bobby. Come on. Yeah. No, it's been great, the development of him. Mm. Like, just with Lana. Yeah, 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 yeah. The MVP comes out and goes, you can do a lot better than this. No, that's not true. Lana costs him another match. He's like, all right, MVP, let's do it your way. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and then, like, last, last few months, all of last year, to be honest with you, it's just mm. him being stood there with shades, looking like this, the giant vein, looks like a worm <laughs> trying to escape his skull. And MVP going, look how big Bobby is. And going, that's right, I am. Mm. I have not. I think he's a great character. Yeah. And then, yeah, him going, yeah, you bastard. You took me title. Yeah. Of course I'm mad. Of course I'm going to interfere in this match. So we got a lot of fun out of it. This would have been something I'd like to see. Maybe they do a redo. Uh, uh, Survivor Series. Mm. That, yeah, that. I mean, I, they still might. Mm. Um, Get Heyman in on the team. Bloodline and Heyman versus MVP Lashley and... No? So we'll have Jay and Jimmy what? and Paul. I thought you meant at, su- I thought you meant at Survivor no. Series have um, the Usos versus the New Day. No, it'll be the, the whole thing, the, the bloodline. This, I thought you meant new, have... Just do the match again. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought you meant... I was trying to make the teams five on five in my head, so I was like, get Heyman oh, in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right, I right. thought I'd said, like... I thought I'd said, like, a, like a murderer's name by accident or something. You both were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you got Paul Heyman on the team, and then on the New Day's team, who could they have? So, so I mean, I don't know. Surely, if you can do five on five... Um, do, does it have to be Raw and SmackDown? Because I like the idea of yeah. like the Bloodline and New Day going, okay, you're both in a 10-man Survivor Series match. Uh, no brand restriction, just go and pick whoever. I like that idea. Yeah, that's cool. Because, uh, you know, and then, because then they could both vie, to, they could almost both vie to get Bobby Lashley. Because like he's a beast, we want him on our side. But then he ends up going with Roman and the Bloodline. So then you've got... I'm not team up the New Day. Yeah, exactly. That's Roman, the Bloodline, Bobby and... Probably Paul Heyman. <laughs> Heyman. Von Wagner. Von, Von, Von Wagner. Wagner. Yay! Oh. Or maybe just do it as an eight-man, keep it simple. And then you get Webby, Biggie, yeah. Kofi, Xavier Woods, and... McAfee. And Pat McAfee. Oh, oh genuinely yes. work, actually. Yeah. Drew. Pat McAfee, he's a super worker. Mm, yeah. You can go like Heyman at three stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, do drop beats. Even. Now, this episode, I don't always go with the, oh, they're really hot-shotting things because of AEW. It's that, and also the NFL is back on. Mm, yeah. The biggest competitor. Yeah. Right now, this is the time when we need to be doing stuff yeah. like this. So people are like, aha, look at them pathetically booking good stuff. That's what the Monday Night Wars was. It was amazing. Yeah. It should have been there. Yeah. Uh, it was all hot shot bookery, wasn't it? Yeah. But this was a almost like an end chapter for a lot of things. Dewdrop definitely beats Eva Marie again. It's almost like a, that's over and done with. There's no extreme the rules. The won't continue. Yeah, that, da-da, the end. I like how Doodop's music's kind of got Lizzo vibes to it. 
I like it. I, d- I don't know whether this has been a, a music for a couple of weeks now. I might have missed it, but I heard it this week. And I'm like, oh, it sounds very Lizzo. Okay. Which is, which is cool. I like it. Listen to it. It's a bit like a Lizzo song. It's a bit like Juice by Lizzo. I like that song. But it's not quite. But it ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. Mm. Just yeah, blame it on a goose. Blame it on my juice. You're just saying words. That's the, blame it on a goose. Cool. Blame it on a goose. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Honk. That's my thoughts on the match. Thank you, Tom. I have nothing to contribute there, so let's let you talk by yourself. Thanks. AJ Styles faces Randy Tom, Orton. Tom fulfilling the jack roll there. For that <laughs> <laughs> Almost gets ejected midway and Orton wins. And yes, it's the Styles Orton uh, classic they usually put on. Mm. Russell, all right, goes about 15 minutes, and then they tease that Styles is going to hit. Oh, no, I'm doing the thing that they did. Oh, right. They both, yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you going to hit it? Uh, 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 uh. Yes, I am. I'm Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the bit where Styles goes for the Styles Clash. Uh, sorry for the phenomenal forearm. Yeah, yeah. Orton goes, huh? and then they both jump down and go, ah. yeah. yeah. They know each other so well, and he yeah. hits it anyway. And I like- then they sing, I know him so well. <laughs> and then there's that Noko Pro thing where they both look at each other and then keep their legs up in the air. <laughs> you haven't seen that? <laughs> I don't know. I never got that. You know, you know AJ wow, Styles. Wow, Noko Pro, Matthew. Well done. Sorry, nailed go on, it. Tom. Nailed it. You know AJ Styles' video as he walks out, and again, something I've not noticed before, but like he has sort of different body gloves doing the the hand mm. thing that he does. Kind of, it reminds me of the the last boss from the first Smash Brothers game, <laughs> the disembodied master hands. hand. Master hand. Yeah, it's very master hand. Master hand and crazy hand. <laughs> yes, that it reminded me of that. Oh. And those are my notes for this match. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you. it. Shayna Baszler wins her grudge match against Nia Jax and Mrs. the Yazaxa. Again, uh, it wasn't like wow, this is building up to something. I was like, no, this is the end of Nia Jax. Mm. That's what this felt like. I mean. <clears throat> Good in terms of this never-ending Baszler-Jacks thing, which just sucks life out of everything. But yeah, I'm going to reserve comment until we see if this is actually the end. Aiden Gibbons, Cultaholics, Ooh. Lesser News Abe. Yes, right. Um, dedicated a, a good portion of his Tuesday morning uh, watching Nia Jax getting beaten up and laughing. He's a very sinister man. Laughing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We think we've hired we, a sociopath. Yeah, we heard a noise behind us. It's just him going, oh, just crying for help. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, That's where he uses evidence. A little while later, he's chuckling away to himself again. We all turn around. He's now got still images of it, and he's just laughing at the still images. Going, <laughs> she, kicked it. she kicked her arm into the steps. All right, Aiden. Good impression of Aiden. <clears throat> Thank you. The we found out that's how like certain members of the re- of our lovely crew watch wrestling. Just <laughs> they're in pain. <laughs> I was like, she's selling it well. She's doing. It. He's like, no, it's just funny. <laughs> All right, Aiden. Bloody hell, he's a monster. It Aiden, turns Aiden out. goes really outside, gets his <laughs> magnifying glass, goes find some ants. I mean, to be fair to Aiden, his job is primarily to to find wrestling news and report on it and and write about just. And a lot of the wrestling news is going to be WWE based. So I think over the past sort of year, he just hates WWE now. Like, he just all builds up inside of him. And then once a week, he'll go like, it's just stupid what they're doing. He just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He actually came in the other day and he went, it was all right, actually. Raw. Whoa! Because Nia Jax got her arm broken. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> it's a new desktop wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. I'm normally the first one he sees on a morning. Mm. And, and I've taken to announcing him into the room in different ways. Nice. So he'll walk in. I hear him come up the stairs. He'll walk in. And I go, here he is, mutton dressed as lamb. And you're just confused, uh, sit down, and then the next day, I'll be, here he is, love's young dream. <laughs> Today I panicked as I heard him cut up the stairs, I haven't thought of one. <laughs> here he is, the master blaster. Nice. And I think nice. that one's sticking. Nice. 
Aiden, the master blaster. The Feel master free to blaster. suggest what I could refer to Aiden as in the morning. Here he is, dot, 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 nice. uh, at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Because I could, pr- just in case I get caught up, caught short again on Monday. Well, if this is anything to go by, soon will be, here he is on uh, the Green Mile. Humberto <laughs> <laughs> Carrillo and Angel Gaza are now a team. They are back. And they beat Mansoor and Mustafa Ali, who I thought were already a team, but they seem to lose a lot anyway. So, yeah. uh, Angel Garza looked sweet here. Yeah, always does. Always man. does. Always does. So, Carrillo looked great. He does, but I think Carrillo's had a lot of trying to take off him because of Seamus kicked him for so many times. Aesthetically, he needs different trousers. Which one? Um, Garza. I know he rips he them off. He does. He's like, oh, he agrees with you. You're right. They're, they're, they don't match my tag partner. When they walked out, they look like, okay, look, I, WWE love a good odd couple tag team. But you know what? If you're going to make a ta- make two guys a tag team, right? And you go, this is the way we're going. Can we have them in matching gear? Okay. I like matching okay. gear in my tag team. It doesn't have to be like the exact clothes each time, but just the same hints of color. Fair enough. And I was just like, so when I watched them walking out and he had like white trousers on, I went, this just doesn't, I don't like this. But then he ripped them off and it was kind of the same color, but not quite. Okay. Hmm. So, but Tom, that would be meaning matched. that they would have plans. It's true. There is a lack of that, I feel. Yeah. Mate, we've got a week now. Get some matching trousers for Gaza. Yeah. Even oh, the ones you've the, the same color. Yeah. yeah. Go to wrestlingshop.com. I don't know what you do. Hi, no, spots. I don't know how you get ring clothes. <laughs> ring clothes. Yeah. Googling ring clothes. How do I get ring clothes? Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley have a tag title shot and speak about WWE's relationship with Connor's Cure before dedicating the upcoming match to the kids. To the kids. Thankfully, they win. Oh, that would have been awkward. Uh, being Italian, Tamina to become the new tag champions. In Italian, Tamina's first title defense in four months. This division stinks. How have they got away with the Italian Tamina? I mean, they've just got away with losing loads of matches, but going well, it's not for the title. So how are they? Because it sucks. Have they got Sonya Deville in their back pocket? Is she being allowed? Oh yeah, that, remember that storyline that went nowhere with Sonya Deville? Like yeah, Charlotte. that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, favoring the heels. She did a bit of that again this week somewhere. I can't remember, quite remember where. Might it's be the not next really second. well done, though, I don't think. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, she is kind of a bit healy. Then let's move on. It's a yeah. weird energy in this match in general. I think, like, Rhea, Rhea and Nikki, I, I don't... I, I know it's oh, the they're an odd couple because we haven't got enough of them. Um, just Rhea, Rhea... Obviously, Rhea got very emotional talking about Connor's Cure. And I think yeah. the line where... I think the line kind of takes you out of it. She goes, we're going to dedicate this match to the kids. It's like, that's, and it just, it didn't. And then they walked to the ring and like Rhea's music's playing, but Nikki's doing, it just, I get they're an odd couple, but there's a weird energy between them and I don't get it. Mm. They feel thrown together, they, which they because are. Because they are. Because they are, you know. Heaven forfend we have a tag team that is an established, they have one established tag team and it was Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax and they split them up. They, and they were, were the odd couple. And they, they were an odd yeah, couple tag team. They were arguing Wait, constantly. Are these the only two Shotzi and Tegan, sort of. They're very new, though. Shotzi and Knox. Um, At least they get on. Natalia Tamina. Mandy Rose is now in um, yeah, NXT. Dan, oh. Dana's, I don't know where she is. Um, Catering. It? Yeah, this might be. They might be three women's tag yeah. teams, yeah. Awesome. They split up all the proper ones, like the iconic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, Charlotte Flair is the guest on an in-ring segment of Alexa's Playground. And 1,500 people swarmed from the arena oh, when this happened. so good. I often give Meltzer the benefit of the doubt 
Like, I think, you know, just the way he expresses himself sometimes, he's not, like, the most coherent speaker. It's like trying to get a but, car to start with. There's no but, battery. So often I feel like... <laughs> and often I feel like particularly um, pro-WWE, like, militantly pro-WWE people, are often really quick to take his words out of context or to deliberately misrepresent how he said something, and then everyone piles on him, and sometimes wrestlers do as well. Often I feel really sorry for Meltzer. I couldn't excuse this one. This was a ludicrous mm. story, man. 1,500 people walked out of the arena during this segment. Yeah, a fan stood up and had one of those clicky things that you see bounces up. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Yeah, apparently they, they all swarmed out. Mm. Well, which, which is weird because we said on the news like mm. it wasn't even that bad it was actually a one, of, one of the better spooky bliss segments yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't even that bad it was yeah. good it was actually one of the better ones yeah yeah Charlotte says she wants the old Alexa Bliss they get into a brawl and Charlotte rips their head off Charlie the puppet Oof. she goes for Lily but Bliss stops her and hits the DDT wait does not have a cool name I can't remember Spooky DDT. <laughs> the old Alexa Bliss DDT. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, it's a shame those people left and they missed out this. Mm. I was all right, you know. I, I don't know what's going to happen because whenever Charlotte defends her title, I feel like she's going to lose it and then win it back the next week just to add to the reins. So I can never predict a Charlotte match. She's the hardest uh, person to predict on the roster. I know what's going to happen, though. I can predict. She will be cheered at Extreme Rules because she always gets cheered on the big shows. Oh, because they're like... Oh, Regardless of what's happening. Because they're like, it should be a good match. She's yeah. Charlotte Flair. Yeah, okay, yeah. Also, speaking of people leaving, uh, I do a Mid-South one time. Uh, Z-Bar, R.A.P., was wrestling. He was just... His gimmick was he was crap, and he did it very well. So Ian... Ro he's like the most despised guy there, but he played it. Yeah, right yeah. Off it. So Ian Rotten, before the match comes out, goes... All right, look. When when Z Bar comes out, can't hear me right now. Um, can everyone just like go go to conception? <laughs> All right, he goes. Z Bar comes out, and he just sees a swarm of people. Oh. Going. He goes, "Oh, what? What's this? Is this a rib?" He's almost <laughs> looking like, "Please, let this be a rib." Like, there's no one left. There's like one person who's got like a crutch. You can't get up to see Z Bar. That's a that's a and really like, and his opponent ever returns the seat. <laughs> that's a really good idea. That's that. a good rib. That's a harmless rib. Yeah, Bowers. Write that oh. down. <laughs> who would we rib on the roster? Oh, we know who. <laughs> I don't know who. We know who. Can you give me a clue without saying it? Um, Wait. Sure what his pose would be. No. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. How did we know? How did tap, we know? Tap the vein. <laughs> Tom is tapping the vein. Drake, Maverick, R-Truth, Tazawa, and Gulak plant a giant net, but it backfires. Gulak gets caught instead. Cool. Um... Drew Mac Drew uh, not Drew McIntyre, Drake Maverick back in the twenty four seven division. He has been for a couple of weeks now. Well, they had two. Grand Matali couldn't do the same. But, uh, yes, <laughs> but yeah, he's like the leader of this. <laughs> Two thousand five hundred people leaving. Grand Matali was one of them. <laughs> no, no, you work here. He's, he's trying to sneak out. He's putting human mask on over his regular mask. <laughs> Just a fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know where Tony Khan lives? I was going to add something to this security, segment, but I don't care. Security tackler, no. <laughs> Use the giant net. No, come back. <laughs> no. Sorry, sorry, Jack. No, no, I was going to say, I was going to add something to this segment, but it's 24-7 shenanigans, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't, I don't, God bless you for even timing it up. <laughs> Jeff Hardy beat Sheamus to get added to the US title match Extreme Rules. Afterwards, Sheamus brawls the Damien Priest at ringside. I'm happy that's going to be a three-way, because okay. I don't want to see Priest Sheamus yet again. But wait, Jeff Hardy involved in this. Oh, okay. Because no Hardy and Sheamus have good chemistry. Yes, yeah. Seamus has good chemistry with everybody. Yeah, he is soy sauce. So he's great with everything. <laughs> yeah. Love Seamus. I was so worried when Hardy was in that twenty four seven thing the other week, and I was just like, "Really? That's what we're doing? Is that what we're doing with?" Jeff? I think that they did that just to get away from uh, Killer Cross. Yeah, oh, oh, fair. Carrying yeah. Cross, like Killer a palate cleanser. 
Yeah. Right. It's like, how about we leave, if we unbook Jeff Hardy for a bit, maybe they'll stop chanting him every time he appears with his little mask. <laughs> his little mask. His little mask. <laughs> I am carrying cross. <laughs> At last request. WWE's UK Facebook page, they put a picture of carrying cross with the caption, he is the gladiator of misery. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Is there a truer word said? It's good, Dark. It was good, wasn't it? I'm the gladiator of misery. I'm the gladiator of misery. <laughs> I'm so miserable. <laughs> Don Wright of the gladiator of misery. I'm always oh, bloody miserable. God. And we're going to have to hear the commentators yelling that. Wow, look at the gladiator of miserable. <laughs> <laughs> we know how he feels. At Lashley's request, Alan Pierce and Sonya Deville have made the main event a triple threat between Lashley, Reigns, and Big E. Oof. Mm. Big E hits the big ending on Reigns, and Lashley breaks it up and batters Big E with a chair, but then Roman spears Lashley out of nowhere for the win. A lovely main event yes. excellent. on a very hot-shotted, whatever, I don't care about these, these words, uh, exciting, lovely episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. I thought this was great. Good Raw. Yeah. Good Raw. So happy to be able to sit with you lads on a podcast lads. and finally go, Raw was Good. Well, was yeah. good. Because that's all we want. We want the wrestling to be uh, good. No, I love it when Raw's bad. No. It's really fun. Just, when, yeah. when oh, no, a... it's great because I just skip it. Uh, <laughs> like if I, oh, is that what happened in the Lexus Playground? Oh, that was no, interesting. Uh, 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 I'm going to pop it up, did Me you? and my 1,499 uh, friends better leave the building immediately. A good yeah. Raw. <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> no, no. A good Raw is like. Not you, Metalik. A good raw is good, <laughs> and then a, a bad raw for me is like almost as good as a good raw, but it's the middling raws. I'm like, ah. Oh. There was a lot of them during the 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 the, the final, the vinegar strokes of the pandemic oh, era. Oh, I hate that term. Oh. <laughs> I only <laughs> understood. I, Absolutely I, grim. I'd heard the term. Don't Google it if you don't know what it means. I'd heard the Google term, it. but I it was only a few years ago I understood it. Yeah. And then and then people and then ah oh, just like. People, so what does that mean? Oh, okay. Uh, ding. The and then it, it, give, it gave rise to terms like I'm on the vinegars which means you're approaching the <laughs> I'm on the no vinegar. don't it's grim that I heard Paddy McGuinness say that oh that's Paddy oh uh, okay Paddy yeah. can say it okay you, you can't no likey no likey mm. I'm on the vinegar <laughs> someone comes down the lift and take me out alright girls my name's John and I'm on the vinegars I used to love watching that show just to hear what he'd say now let's you know let the, yeah. the lions see the Christians. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> let the Titanic meet the iceberg. Yeah. It's just always just like oh my. <laughs> let's see sir meet the <laughs> Bruce <laughs> <Bruce's> knife. <laughs> stop stop. <laughs> NXT speaking of which NXT 2.0. Fasten seatbelts. This is going to be yeah. A we go. Oh NXT time. Sorry NXT o'clock everybody. The show opens with a group of the newer roster members in the ring. Tommaso Ciampa comes out and talks about winning back the NXT Championship while also putting over the new era of NXT. He's interrupted by Cameron Grimes. He was then interrupted by Joe Gacy. He was interrupted by The Rock. He was interrupted by Odyssey Jones. He was interrupted by Pete Dunne and Rich Holland. Dunne says everybody looks scared to throw the first punch, so Ciampa hits him. I like that bit. Huge <laughs> brawl. Ciampa and Bron Breger at the last men standing, and Breaker challenges Dunn and Holland to a tag match tonight. You see me and you see Small Joe? I mean, it was... <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was... It close. was... It was close. Ain't nothing fighter than a... Breaker. Yeah. Like, he oh. sounds exactly like his You uncle. shut your eyes and it's... Yeah. He's like, it's, he's there. Yeah. He's there, dog-faced gremlin in front of you. <laughs> yeah, this was a segment to set up the rest of the roster. Who will also be doing stuff... 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right now. Okay. Rodrick Strong beats Kushida with help from the rest of the Diamond Mine. <laughs> it took three of them. It took three yeah. of them behind every back. To Here he comes. Uh, the Cruiserweight Champion. Uh Wow, Kushida. No. Oh, wait, wait, I, 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 know, I know, I know, I know. Keep on doing keep that. Keep going, keep going. I'll keep be going. going. <laughs> Running strong being Kushida in about six minutes or so. It's like, okay, Kushida's like going someplace new then, you'd expect. Well, I presume he's just going to hang around. But but they because it was a, a questionable finish, they have room to have another go. You'd say that, but then the celebration is interrupted <laughs> by proud Safi Grayson no. Wallace, <laughs> who challenges Roddy to a title match comes next out week. Free. Nelson no. Mandela, <laughs> telling you. No, he comes out to his cool song. I saw a post one time that said, Free Nelson Mandela with every purchase. <laughs> um, Grayson comes out. Hi there, guys. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, anyway. G'day, guys. That's my, my impression of an Australian... Ah, did you do one at all? Not with you. I sound, I sound like... We're going to be more offensive. Sorry. Even though it, I can't do an Australian one, so it does sound South African, and it's I know which South African it sounds like. I sound like former England cricketer Kevin Pearson. Hi there, guys. Batting well today? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, just do an impression of him. For Grace Waller. All the time. I think I, I I do think that that all wrestler impressions should have a little bit of the truth to them, a little bit, a little, a little, a little element of who they are running running within them. Yeah, isn't that right, Kane? Yes, you completely. Oh, what's he done? Oh. What's he done this for? You must sound exactly like How's the wrestler. <laughs> do you oh, Grayson so Waller, however you want to do Grayson. No, it's yeah. fine. What did I find out as well? Like. Sorry to tie in with OSW's lovely Mortal Kombat thing they did with me, but Kano uh, became like, canon Australian because oh. of uh, the guy's accent in the film. Oh. I didn't even know they're still doing it. He was supposed to be doing it in English accent. <laughs> no. It's the Dick Van Dyke Hello, situation. Baby. <laughs> I'm from Liverpool. They... Yeah, good Australian. <laughs> what? 
Can I marry Poppy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just love doing the accents. I'm Here sorry you go. Do Bruce a Dick Van Dyke impression from, oh. from Mary Poppins. And you were there with Grayson Waller. I once told my dad that I'd never seen Mary Poppins. And he like swore at me. He was like, what? <laughs> like he's livid. Because <laughs> my dad's a fan of a, of a music. He loves a music. Oh, wait till he hears about Goodfellas. And I was thinking like, well, whose fault is it, dad, that I've not seen? You're not my real dad. <laughs> Whose fault is it that I've not seen Mary Poppins? To which she descended on an umbrella outside your yes. window. <laughs> Spit spot, Jack. Oh. And I've still never seen it. Well, why don't you go fly a kite? I've seen, I've seen all the, I've seen bed knobs. I've seen, I've seen Chitty Chitty Bang oh. Bang. I've seen those ones. I need Mary Poppins to complete the set. But you know. Yeah. That's something for the weekend. But I have seen a Watch clip. it on your laptop whilst you're yes, having dinner. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Yeah. But I have seen a, a fantastic, I have seen his fantastic attempt at an English accent, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. yeah. So do that as Grayson Waller. And then I'll sound exactly like him. Yeah. yeah. Then you're there. Hey, thank everyone. Uh. Good day, Roderick Strong. There we go. <laughs> oh, Mary. It's Mary. It's <laughs> oh, get it out of the chimney. Oh, get up my chimney. With your what cruiser is white title. Oh, I'm an alien that's landed on Earth and I'm <laughs> trying to blend in. I'm an alien. Have you seen Connor Reeves in uh, Dracula? <laughs> no. Oh. oh, I will go to London. Oh, shit. <laughs> I will go to London. I will fight the Draculas. Oh, it's just, just disgusting. <laughs> In a video package, speaking of disgusting, oh, I'm interested in hearing your takes on this. Jo oh, it's wrong guy, never mind, ignore me. Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen talk about how they become friends after fighting each other in a bar, saying they've never lost a fight. They lost last week <laughs> to Imperium. Yeah, they did, yeah. Good times, pal. Katie Ray beats uh, Amari Millet with ease. And is it only recently they've been calling her this? I just realised they're saying it. Uh, they called her. You know, obviously, Karen Cross is... Um, the gladiator the misery. Gladiator misery. Katie Ray is the uh, scary queen of Scots. The scary queen of scary uh, queen of Scots. I thought that was actually all right. Yeah, but it's it stands on right. XT. Scary yeah, that's queen all right. of Scots. That's all right, actually. Yeah. I'm fine with scary queen of Scots. Uh, outside the building, uh, John Quinn holds the door open for two women. A guy tries to get in before Zion, them. Zion, Zion, Zion. Sorry. Remember, remember, I, I have no idea about this bit. This remember bit Zion. Okay. By the rivers of Babylon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we sat down. Absolute. <laughs> telling, telling Boney M that chivalry is dead. <laughs> um, Rasputin beats him up. <laughs> what was this? Yeah, what was it? Right, I'll, I'll Good question. So Zion, Zion what's, what's the last name again, sorry? Zion Quinn. Quinn. Zion Quinn, thank Zion you. Quinn. Um, he comes, Zylon. Zion. I thought it was Zylon. Zion. Is it Zylon? X-Y-O-N. No, that's how I've typed it, but I don't know. There's so many. Oh, no. I don't even remember the segment. Let me check my list. Of, Did this uh, happen on this week's episode? Yeah. Let me check my list there of There were so NXT many stars. different people getting introduced, having, doing so many things. I love it to blow, and I'm glad it's typed up, but I don't Zion, remember this. Zion. Zion Quinn, right? Zion Quinn. Hang on, I've got, I've got a list of all the, the debutants. Oh, right. I, I Mr. Quinn was okay. friends. Okay. Nah, sorry. Zion. Is it Zylon? It is Zylon. Probably. Are you going to read your list? <laughs> I was just going to... I don't know if I've got it. I've got Dante Chen beats Trey Brown Baxter. Breaker, Von Wagner, Lash Legend, Tony D'Angelo, Trick Williams, Ollie Peru, Leanne Pardo, Crispy Dixon, Princess Fad, Grunk Letting Agent, Hello Johnson, Crumbly Crumble, Derp Derp Derp, 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 and oh yes, it was indeed. I, saw, I, I actually took a few seconds I to register. I saw that Tom was going to abandon it, and I was like, no, no, come oh, on, exactly. come on. I wonder what you're doing, Jeff. I was like, come on, give him a chance. Oh, right. Uh, he's he's doing a bit. Um, Zion, so Zion's, sorry, I know you've read the next bit, but Zion's walking in with two women. The dialogue's awful, because they're like, when are you next in the ring again? He's like, oh, I don't know. And then one of them goes, you look really good, by the way. He's like, thank you. Then he opens the door, lets them in first, but this guy just tries to butt in front. And then he goes, hey, whoa, ladies first. And the guy goes, Chivalry's dead, man. 
And then it's uh, and then he lets then Zion lets the women in first, closes the door and like rams the guy's head into it and beats him up. Um, yeah, there were so many little bits on the show that were that bad that it almost it tickled me because it was nuts. Oh, man, it was it it's was, like a PG version saying, of Russo's Raw from '99. <laughs> Just so much stuff going on. Saying Fraser like it was like a lot of these things hadn't yet finished being workshopped. It was like they these were like yeah. things that shouldn't have made TV. A lot of them. This was one of them, unfortunately. Nothing yeah. against Zion. I feel like we were watching like a like a show reel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. Oh, just every twenty seconds, they're just oh, who are you? Yeah. Well, I'm Crimply Doodah, yeah. and I'm here as a wrestling postman. Yeah, next week yeah, you'll yeah. see me wrestle. It was crazy. I hope I'll deliver. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Dante Chen be straight Baxter in about a minute. Later, Baxter is consoled by his girlfriend Cora Jade backstage, who says it's all right. I think you're a superhero. Mwah. And then she leaves, and obviously does the Emmerdale thing, a zoom on his face, and he goes superhero and you're like oh okay. he didn't did he yeah he oh, did oh no I don't, I don't blame you for missing it it was like 20 seconds but that's character development oh, it, it's amazing that this show is is just very interesting it's time to take a trip to chase university oh andre andre, andre chase andre how? chase is giving a lecture on how odyssey jones is a loser a student points out that jones beat chase in the first round of the breakout tournament so Chase kicks him out the room. You know what? Shut up, Andre Here's Chase. The table. Says, yeah. yeah, I did say yeah, shut yeah. up, Andre Chase, because this was painful. It's like somebody watched the Thatcher's Catch Academy and went, the bit we like the most is the teaching element. Yeah. Why would these people show up to this lecture? Uh, Thatcher, can you show up wearing glasses and uh, one of those shirts that has a pen there? No. Oh, okay. Andre Chase, I'll do anything. <laughs> and again, nothing against Andre Chase, right? It was just, it was just badly written. You make a good point. Why would people show up to this yeah. clearly farcical academy? What's, what modules are you on this year? I'm on Odyssey Jones is a loser. I've got... <laughs> <laughs> Stretch the limits of believability. What, in where, pro is, where is Andre Chase University? What? How big is the university? Springfield. Yeah. L- Loserville. <laughs> so <laughs> children. <laughs> oh! Keeping it local. And again, I'm nothing sorry. against any of the people who. Debut these terrible gimmicks. No, no. The, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, and them. But nothing against the wrestlers themselves, but the way the show was written was baffling. It's just a lot. Mm. I, 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 you I know when everyone comes to you with loads of ideas and you say yes to all of yeah. them? Yeah. I, like I, I felt like I've been in a coma for like a year <laughs> from watching NXT. So I'm watching it and like, who is... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who is he? And yeah. But everyone's acting like this is fine. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going like, hey, I'm I'm Billy Bob and I'm the... Grimbly Doodoo yeah, and Chris... we are the brothers of fighting. Uh, hey, yeah. and then there's, there's flipping... Nearly went. There's flipping Wade Barrett going, oh yeah, the flippity-doo brothers of fighting. Oh, I love them. Can't wait to see them. Yeah. Hi, I'm Grayson Waller. Everybody. I'm Grayson Waller. I did nothing last week. Can I have a title shot? Sure you can. It's the world-famous Grayson Waller. <laughs> oh, Grayson Waller's going to be brilliant when he gets in there. So good. He's so respectful. You know him, his reputation. You're like, who? <laughs> I remember, I remember Wade Barrett. The... They cut to Wade Barrett after the Andre Chase thing, and he was going, I can't believe Steve at Andre Chase University yeah. was talking back to the... How, how do you know all this lore, Wade? What have you been this watching? He's got the script. And it's this, like, whole, like this whole episode is non-canon. It's just a Wade Barrett fever dream, and this whole thing is <laughs> him and his imaginary friends having a great time. I can't wait for Grayson Muller. Who? <laughs> Grayson Waller. <laughs> who the hell is that? I don't... He was here last week. So wait, you, wait, wait. Where do you think we are? It's like... <laughs> no, I was thinking of... Um, it's Andre Chase's university. Is Andre Chase appears. He goes, look, there he is. This is Wade, like, you need to move on. Wade, the accident a, wasn't your yeah, fault. Yeah. I'm sorry, Andre <laughs> Wade, Wade's, Wade's like, do you know 
Do you, Wade's got like 10 Tyler Durdens. <laughs> like, Hello, sir. Why are you calling me sir? He's <laughs> cleaning the glass. Oh, he man. wakes up. He wakes up in a cold sweat backstage. They go, Wade, come on, it's time for you to go on. We walk alone. <laughs> it's been that long. Husky, where's your where's your mask? Why are you on about? Husky. <laughs> oh, hey, right back, right here. Mason, I thought you were in Cirque du Soleil. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Where's Beth Phoenix? The glamour's on! She's about to defend her. Santino got the titles. <laughs> and then the one thing we did remember and everyone agreed upon was this bit. This is the bit one. Uh, Joe Gacy, former oh. CCW champ, is here to put a promo. I'll do the bit and then we'll go over it. He says that the ring is a safe space from the microaggressions backstage. He says he doesn't need to use his male privilege to get ahead and that we can achieve unity and tolerance. He faces Cameron Grimes and loses but smiles and hugs it out with Grimes after the match. It just says one word here, the note from Jack, Jesus. See, I maybe watch, again, sometimes I like to give the too much credit than they deserve because I fantasy book in my head and Triple H says that's bad. I thought with his creepy smile and everything that he's, be, he's been an obviously disingenuine white guy saying all these things. Oh yeah, I'm all about not using my male privilege and I'm not a soy boy and all these, all these well, terms and, like, and being all woke. A fake woke gimmick would be really um, modern well, for the to do a gimmick where the guys just only pretend to say the stuff. It would, but I especially think... Especially in I wrestling. Think, I think you're reading into it one layer deeper than WWE themselves. I think... Oh, is that supposed to be like I a think genuine this, smile? I think this is more a critique of just leftism in general rather than a critique of fake woke people or whatever. So. Well, I don't, oh, think, it, I don't think it matters right. anymore. Because last night Fox reported on it, yes, and said, "Way bravo to Vince McMahon." Slams the lefties, slams the woke lefties. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. To which on WWE they have now removed all reference to Joe Gacy because that Fox thing got I know a lot the, of attention. Um, and the, all, the, um, the British, no, the, the BT Sport Twitter did like a like ha ha ha, trying to be cool with the kids tweet, and he was like, mm. um, they had to delete that. But I just thought they got, had to delete that because it was crap. And no, I no, no. Like Fox all had been the, on them. All the YouTube uh, clips of Joe Gacy from NXT have disappeared. Yeah, yeah. So Fox, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, so, Wade Barrett did wake up. Yeah. <laughs> We're just kidding. So Fox reported it. And it, it, it oh, because they've they gone, ha Fox reported it going, ha That got it a lot of attention. And then it got presumably slammed by other sections of the media. And they've gone, oh, let's pull that now. Yeah. He's been Muhammad Cancelled. Mm. He's been cancelled. Oh, no. No, he's going to do a cancel. <laughs> oh, no. He's been cancelled by the woke left. For being woke left. Joe Gacy attacks you so much for the tolerant left. (laughs) (laughs) Uncensored Joe Gacy. (laughs) Joe Gacy's now alt right. I mean, that would be a fun twist. Uh, Well, he. It would be a twi- uh, certainly a twist. I don't know. If it's, it's, <laughs> Joe Gacy. I'd watch it like that every week. Oh, God, what's he going to say? Every week, he's a different political party. He'll, he'll tie his, he tie his flag to one of the masters going the furthest. <laughs> I think I got that expression right. But, oh, well, the, who, who cares about my opinion then? I genuinely thought it was him going to be, like, all fake and stuff. But I guess uh, maybe they were, maybe they won't. Maybe we'll hear from Joe Gacy. Um, I, I feel like Vince would have, would have pitched that. I feel, knowing Vince, as I know, I think it would have been pitched as like a, <laughs> look at this. Because remember, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Lefty. I think, yeah, different people look remember, at it in different it is, ways. Remember, it's not a baby face gimmick. No. And remember, it, it is Vince and, and Bruce Pritchard in charge now. I don't think they're going to critique people who pretend to be Oh, lefty. God, yeah. they're in, Oh, yeah, there's no way there's, this no, was going on Oh, yeah. This was very much a critique of, like, Democrats and liberals and that. Very RTC. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Maybe that, it could be yeah. like AE Dub or something could do a gimmick like that. That like a, a guy is like, well, come on, man. I said I was woke. Why don't you sleep with me? <laughs> I thought Max Caster might evolve into something Yo. like that. Well, if we get that rap battle between him and Tony Khan. We might. got it. It was on Rampage. Yes, it was, oh, right. Uh, we can't, well, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Aren't we just spoilers? It was, it was a dark It wasn't. Thing, it, wasn't. Yeah. it was a dark event. Not dark the show. It was a, like an unfair segment, a, a literal dark segment. What do we call dark segments now? We, can we call yeah, it dark? Um, Unfilmed. Extra dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pitch black. Pitch black. After show treaties. Yummy, 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 my tummy. Yeah. Yummy, yummy, my tummy. After show treaties. You can't have your sweets if you don't eat your meat. Von Wagner is hitting a tie of a sledgehammer in the card. <laughs> <laughs> so mad that's all it was. You typed that out. Von Wagner is hitting a tire with a sledgehammer in the garden. That's it. Yeah, he was. The hard hitting Von Wagner who's inserted into a title match. No one asked him to be in. There's a man in the garden. What does he want? Yep. Electra Lopez beats Anna Shea before promising to take out B Fab, who comes out for a pull apart brawl. Okay, well, these lot got established that, history. That's fine. And the that's two stables fine. are still at war, and, and yeah. And I was starting to feel a bit at ease. After seeing that, going, I know what that is. And I believe the next segment is where they're talking backstage. It's um, Frankie Monet talking about facing Raquel Gonzalez next week. Okay, this yeah, is fine. This yeah, is fine. Yeah, this yeah. is fine. And then, who are you? <laughs> I'm Lash Legend. I've got a talk show. I'm... It's on next week. And I'm suddenly back, back, <laughs> back in my coma going, I don't know what, I don't know who everybody is. This segment's it, it was just crazy. Genius, so That's right. Stuff. Lash Legend will have a brand new talk show. I'm like, that's awesome. Can the first question with your first guest be, who are you? Who no. are you? <laughs> Lash legend here. The, 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 the balls on that one, the confidence to just oh, be God, like, yeah. there's, oh, sorry, there's a title match next week. Bigger news. My talk show's starting. They're like, who are you? <laughs> all, all, all lulls aside, like, I do like the swagger of Lash legend. Lash legend. Oh, like the, the, the six brief, seconds we got of that. That like, six second brief bit, I did like that. Okay. Oh, that's six seconds. Mm. Odyssey Jones wins a handicap match against two enhancement challenge. While Andre Chase looks up the ramp with disgust, I love this bit. So they clearly wanted to do the, because obviously, you know, Bruce Pritchard and Vince Man, they're all old. The Dusty Rhodes smashes a wooden chair over Big Bubba Rogers' head, or yeah. also done with Meng later on. Um, they really wanted to do that, but they went, oh, wait, CTE's a thing. So instead, Andre Chase from Andre Chase University tries to hit Jones with a chair, but he just went, uh, and it broke into like a million pieces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he went, uh, and he ran away. He's got a lecture to get to. <laughs> get out of there. It's sports module. Who are all these characters that showed up? So much it's stuff. Like, like Looney Tunes <laughs> with like the fire, the gun, and the gun just disintegrates. Oh, man. How is it this show is an hour less than Raw, but it's taken us three hours to, yeah, this to, is, to this, trudge through. three pages of notes for NXT and one for Raw. <laughs> or, uh, I've done that. I, I realised we've missed a match. What was the match? Um, there's Sean more, Tan. There's more left. Oh, no, Marty mentioned it. Oh, when did you, you? You were doing your Kane thing, so you didn't hear it. Oh, anything. I missed it. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you were in the Kane fugue state. <laughs> Iquajiro I shows up his colourful jackets to show his personality. <laughs> that was class. That was so good. I bet Richard likes him. Do you like Ikemanjiro? He doesn't even know. Okay, okay fair uh, enough. He's, he may have blinked He gave you an NXT this week. Yeah. <laughs> Does that narrow it down? He showed off his personality, which is that he owns colourful jackets. He was like, he's got a really thick Japanese accent, which I won't attempt, but he, so he's just saying stuff that they've given him to say, and he's like, welcome to the Ike Mansion. And he opens this door. He's just got all these jackets inside, and it comes to a montage of him like trying on different clothes, going like, "Hey!" It's like MTV Cribs. Yeah, and then he's like, um, "Ikeman means handsome man in Japanese, and to be handsome, you have to have handsome jackets." More of him trying on his jackets, 
And then at the end, he's like, just as a big wink, I wanted to get mm, yeah. battered. <laughs> yeah. so, so, what, so what do you do then, uh, Ikemen? Uh, so, uh, I mean... Uh, I, I don't know. I've got you got any more jackets like that at home? Uh, I've, yeah, I've got, I've got a couple. Great, that's your gimmick. You got yeah. jackets. <laughs> Ooh, right next, uh, right, Andre, uh, get yeah. in here. Um, All these one word. You're educated. Gif. You're a teacher. Yeah, right? these, these one word gimmicks. Teacher jackets woke. <laughs> Sorry, cancel. Give one. <laughs> jackets woke. He's <laughs> like he's like passwords for Mega Drive. It's like that stereophonics album, but it's not. What's, <laughs> the, what's it called? The one that's just like. Just one, or like there's a slip one that's just like eat, kill, <laughs> made, feed, eat, pray, love. It's basically like Brock Lesnar's like um, arrive, arrive, suplex, leave. Yeah, yeah. Teacher, what was it? Teacher, <laughs> preacher, what? Tinker, <laughs> Taylor, soldier, spy, yeah. Quaker, baker, candlestick maker. <laughs> uh, I mean, that too also sounds like the NXT gimmick yeah, list. Yeah. Tinker, Taylor, soldier, yeah. spy, Quaker, baker, candlestick maker. Next week. Lash legend, the candlestick maker. <laughs> <laughs> she sheds light. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Toxic attraction. Oh, here we go. Toxic attraction, head the ring. And Mandy Rose talks about how there is a beast behind the beauty. They're here to take over. They're really hot and they're really evil. And they don't care that you betrayed them all. And they want the women's tag team titles. The deafening silence for this. As everyone's like, did, did, did we betray uh, you? No, I, cause, cause I the, thought Mandy was good. In the, I thought it was a good promo, but it was awkward because of the crowd reaction. Because the crowd are all there going, so, so he's a teacher. Yeah, yeah, they were too busy. Yeah, well, hang on, hang on. <laughs> we're only on page six here of the, this Final Fantasy X style guide we have for NXT. Lash who again? Sorry. Yeah. Who's Lash? Lash the is coming back. Am I on the Lash? I feel drunk. Moose food. Champa and Bron Baker. Well, Bron Breaker, beg your pardon. DMD. He's the Breaker. Breaker. Third to Breaker. Maker. Got the rest of that sitting Sorry, it'll break your spine. Beat Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland the main event. I, uh, I put Holland and Barrett in my notes initially, <laughs> oh, which would be a wonderful combination. A little help from Carl O'Reilly attacking Holland on the outside, and after the match, Braun reluctantly hands the NXT title over to Champa. Oh. I think Champa should have just given him the belt because what a performance there! Yeah, by yeah. old man Braun. Well, Fraser was telling me that he's only started wrestling really recently. Right. He's one of he's, those, he's less than a year in. He's one of them bloody naturals like Kurt and Ronda. Mm. And that's, I think, all, of all the stuff they've thrown at us with NXT 2.0, Braun Breaker's a standout. Absolutely. Yeah. Give him the, yeah, I I say, so. give him the belt immediately. Him, yeah. and, him and Grayson are up there for me. Yeah, Grayson <laughs> Waller, of course. I like Carmelo. I like Carmelo Hayes and his mate Trick. Nice. But apart from that, I mean, no, no, not apart from that. Braun is, yeah, Braun is the standout, you're right. I think Braun Breaker's the boy, isn't he? He's going to be the boy. Put the belt on him. Yeah. And line him up. You know, I think once this NXT settles down, I think it's going to be fun. I hope it never settles down. <laughs> Every week it's just, More characters. I'm Ingobert Slapdyback, this, and I'm Sizzle Monty Jig, this, and we are dancers. Yeah. We're on next week. This, like every week. And while you're digesting that, it's like, and now the other tag team. Oh, like, Richard Digestive, imagine, here he is. <laughs> imagine if you don't, like, if you're just a casual viewer of NXT who doesn't follow, like, wrestling online and stuff, and you just tuned in, you'd be like... What happened? What? You know when you eat chocolate and you don't realise there's popping candy inside until you've already eaten it? That's what this episode was yeah. like for me. There's like, so much going on. I just didn't understand. Who's David Lockett and David E. Jig and yeah. Mean Cliff? <laughs> I, don't mean know, Cliff. I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. But honestly, though, it was so nuts. I really enjoyed watching it. It was, <laughs> it was different. My, oh, thing, my oh, complaint yeah. that has been the last few months, people going, oh, shut up, Matthew, was being the fact that NXT has to be different yeah. and not just raw but black and gold 
Now it's nuts. I want yeah. the old Now it's like watching Raw and fast forward with all the colours and the, the craziness and the gimmicks and the names and the, the things. Oh yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll watch it next week. I'm, yeah. I'll probably take some Ritalin before we start, but I will watch it next week. <laughs> Free Monster Energy with every <laughs> If that wasn't enough, AW Dynamite Grand sorry, Slam. Sorry, by the way, if there's a bit of an abrupt cut there, but Richard Ray needed a wee. <laughs> <laughs> you put the X in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, after we after that long conversation mm. about NXT, I think we all needed mm. just to I think we needed some fresh air and to touch some grass. I think that was that was probably what we needed after that. I feel better for it. Oh absolutely. I feel better for I'm ready it. for Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson <sighs> opening it. Before we go to that actually, Grand Slam. Ash Arthur Askey Stadium. Almost, almost a superhero Ash stadium. stadium yeah. And I'm over 20,000 people yeah. for a show on a Wednesday. Uh, it's the first, let's see if I can get this right, the first time 20,000 people have been to a non WWE show since Slambury 99. In America. In America, basically. Yeah, in America. And the last time WWE had 20,000 people in New York, because it turns out Madison Square Garden, you can't get more right. than 20,000 people in uh was showdown at Shear in 1980 so Man. just a crazy start there this is a great was this this whole show was a great result for AEW it yeah. certainly was in the first one being Omega and Danielson opening the show 30 minute time limit draw and just standing there looking at each other soaking up all the reactions there was a pop for the bell to ring in the start yeah. of the match like Danielson just smiling looking through the the crowd reactions and their faces and the Final Fantasy X suck signs and just being like, yeah. This is why wrestling's so ace right now. Or all, all jokes aside, like we've spent the last what feels like three days talking about NXT 2.0 and just how wild and wacky and colourful and and, and and silly and, and daft and fun all of that has been. We've talked about an episode of Raw that was, a, you know, a, a show that's gone against the grain and been good. And genuinely, right, as a fan... Watching Omega and Brian Danielson get underway, the pot for the bell. I got I got goosebumps as a fan. Watching that. Like I'm into that. I'm logged in. Oh sad. You get goosebumps. Yeah, I do. It's special. And it really was. And that and a series of, of wonderful emotions all have come from the same sport delivered in different ways. Yeah. This was so it was good. class. It's beautifully put on. This yeah. was the best match in Dynamite history. Ooh, may, yeah, maybe. Fight me. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Fight yeah, me. I know, Rosa Bega's up there. That's up there. Um, the Arcade Anarchy's up there for different reasons because it was just fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, this one probably oh, was. Oh, the street fight for between me, the me, best friends and... Uh, it's probably this one. Ends. Another one, uh, the Iron Man, Kenny and Pac. Early on. Yeah, who won that? Uh, I can't remember. It wasn't Pac then. It, no, it might have been... But it was a great match. But no, yeah. this was probably the best one. This was probably, you're probably right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I agree. Fight me. No, I'm agreeing with you. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> mm. Anyway, after they continue to fight after the bell. And I like that it wasn't like one, two, 30 minute timer. As expired. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was, they were just fighting each other. And, and, just then, kept, and then just it went. Going. Yeah, good. A lot more natural. And then Adam Cole and the books run out to attack him. They're chased off by Christian and Jurassic Express. Mm. So, you got so the feud must continue. Going to carry on with this. The feud must continue. Yeah. Jack Atkins upstairs. And, and obviously, Rampage has already been taped, but he's excited for Rampage tonight because he was like, 20,000 people are going to sing Jungle, uh, Tarzan Boy, and it's going to be amazing. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. I guess who was at this uh, episode? <laughs> hmm? That's right. Steven Skoda's. Yeah, Stephen was yeah. there. Hey! Stephen was there. Jealous, very jealous of him. Must have been amazing to go to. Yeah. yeah. 
The reactions were crazy. Yeah. Anyway, CM Punk arrives to cut a promo. Speaking of reactions, reminding us that Powerhouse Hobbs is going to sleep on a ra- is going to sleep. They're going to sleep. He said, "Oh, right. He, he, right, right. He's going to sleep on Rampage Grand Slam." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't really say anything new, but CM Punk's was still good. Obviously, he's like, "Later on, I'll be doing." Yeah. But what a great time to be in, right? Objectively. Uh, Omega Danielson has just finished after thirty minute time limit draw. What's mm-hmm. the next segment? Oh, just CM Punk promo. Yeah, it's crazy. Like this is this is this like is this is an E Fed from two thousand and twelve. Like this is one PW. If someone, if someone <laughs> yes. put, yeah no, if someone like did this on an E Fed online or whatever, or like on um, Extreme Warfare Avengers. So, the other users of the forum would be like, that's too unrealistic. <laughs> Calm down now. Yeah. MGF uses naughty tactics in his match against Brian Pillman Jr., like using Julia Hart as a human shield at ringside. No, no relation. He eventually wins, yeah, with the salt of the earth. Good match. She's got to change your name. Yeah. It was a good match, though. It was just standard sort of heel, ma- massive heel, and then fan favorite baby favorite. It was a really simple dynamic, but it worked. Yeah. Pillman Jr. did an excellent... Um, when MJF was confronting Julia on the outside, and Pillman flew in like a superhero, like through the ropes and mm. kicked him. And I was like, oh! Mm. I like. Superhero. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do it. I like Varsity Blondes. I like Brian Pillman Jr. a lot. Mm. I feel like I'm, ex- I'm excited to see when he develops a bit of an edge. Mm. I feel like he's a. He, he's edge. No. edge. <laughs> I, feel like there's, I feel like there's an edgier character in Brian Pillman Jr. Well, there must be. There has not, to be. Not, not unlike like, his dad. Genetically coded into yeah. Smart Marks. <laughs> yeah. there's, I, th- I think there's, there's something, there is something special mm. that is incubating currently in Brian Pillman Jr. that I think is going to really it's gonna come mm. out later next year. I think if he turns on Griff, Griff could also be a really natural, like, hero, like, babyface mm. character. Gr- yeah. Griff's, he's a varsity athlete. Yeah, well, of course. Um, I like their theme as well. It's so cheesy, but it it's brilliant. Yeah. I think Pillman has a lot of ability and he's got the promise. But right now, everyone's talking about his dad during his matches and the fact that he looks like his dad. He uh, talks a bit like his dad. He's got the mullet like his dad. You need to see more Pillman Jr. and less Pillman okay, yeah. anywhere mm. because no wrestler has achieved anything of note when they've had such big shoes to fill. Yeah. So, My name is Brand Breaker. <laughs> Um, no, channel no, exactly. That. You know what? Yeah, I get. Yeah. Maybe it actually is a Who's good thing that they didn't. Brian Breaker. It's, Re- it's Rex Steiner. Who we expect th- him to wrestle a certain way. Right? Yeah. Who's the wrestler with? And I don't mean like The Rock because he eclipsed his dad's standard. Right. Right? But who's like the wrestler with like the the legend, the most legendary Randy dad Orton. who's done? Who's done? I was going to say Cody because he's got that was there was a big Seven big shoes. To, there was a big shoes to fill. Um, a good one. Randy, obviously, but I think Randy's similar to The Rock, where like he became bigger than his dad anyway. Like I don't know. Sasha Banks. Her dad was Eddie Guerrero. Her dad Snoop Dogg. Oh, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, but Cody though. Okay, yeah, you know what? Maybe. Sorry, yeah, I'll take that back. Not everyone has had a huge dad, but like when they've had Junior and Rey Mysterio. Oh, sh- Cody Rhodes has Brandy and on with him as he faces Malachi Black. Black wins after spraying Cody with the Black Mist. I'm running up for three. I love this because Cody did that interview. He went, I'm never turning heel. It would upset the kiddies. And he comes out dressed as Homelander. <laughs> oh, I think it was Homelander. I don't know. It may have just been something that Cody wears around this, the house. This, I, this I feel was, like it is. This was deliberate. They know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, but it was so good the way the Nixie comes out. And yeah. He's just like, boo. Yeah. And he goes, boo. <laughs> yeah. And then Jim Rossi would be like, wow, I can't believe there are a lot of people supporting Malachi mm. Black and his fiendish stuff. And it's just, Boom think... for Cody, and then they carry on, and it was great because Jim Ross goes, "Ah, oh, Malachi Black using every trick in the book to defeat Cody," 
after Brandy got in the ring yep. and distracted Malachi, and Arn Anderson yeah. had distracted and or tried to and fell on his there arse. Were just two other bits as well of the match that I th- make, makes me think they know what they're doing is Cody got hit with the black mask and then luckily fell out the ring. So it's like he got lucky there. And there was a, a near fall when he hit him with the crossroads. And Brandy and Arn were like already celebrating. They're like, he's done it. Yes, come on, let's go home. And then Malachi Black kicked out. And I don't think they would have like put that near fall in the match in that way yeah. if they didn't know what they were doing. I'm not saying they knew what they were doing from the start of this feud, but they certainly do now, I think. Yeah. I will address, right? Because I know you've been you've been needling for this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I've said nothing. You have, mate. I've I said saw nothing. you on the on the Twitter machine. Um <laughs> I said, I said Tom Campbell while you sit there as uncomfortably as you can't be. I want you to listen to me. <laughs> and then you know they, you can't view that episode then, anywhere. Really? What? Yeah, we're not looking it's not for on the it. network. No. What? Don't know why. Just says John Cena lost a tables match on the net <laughs> on the description card. Oh, is that? Oh God, Matthew, get a grip! I thought you were doing the come dime with me. Oh, <laughs> what a sad little life! Oh, what a sad life you've got, John Cena! From. What a sad little life you've got! <laughs> I hope it makes you happy. I hope oh, how bad is that? I hope that WWE oh, Championship oh. makes you happy. I genuinely thought. <laughs> Somebody do a Botchamania ending with the, the voiceover mm. from the Come Die With Me loser over the CM Punk pipe bomb. Dear me, what a sad little life. John. John! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Can't believe I got that wrong, pal. <laughs> it's good. It's good. But it might as well oh! be me. If we swapped wigs, it might as well... You <laughs> yeah, you've got, you've, dress the bloody same. You've got a wig on too. It's oh. a relief. It's a relief. Uh, for, the, for the podcast oh, wait, listeners. I've not got my glasses on. My Tom? For the podcast li- Yes, gone. Yes, yes, I will do any radio show. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I'll forget about it immediately. Did you know a shift? Love it. <laughs> Jack, do you want a point? <laughs> <laughs> the joke's on you. I, I'd never invite Jack for a point. Yeah. <laughs> not after this feud. Not after Cody and Malachi. <laughs> so I will, I will um, be the better obscure company. Uh, and because I, I said I, was, I give you all that needling, going here he comes, he's going to come back, save the day, beat the man, and the best good guy ever. He lost. He lost. He and did. and I think he is hyper aware that he is the, the going to be what actually what I said in the, the the video we did about Daniel Bryan's debut, one of the best bad guys that AEW will ever produce. Yeah, you know, I just there's, by I've being just this, by not being a bad guy, I've just got this general sense, Tom, that after all the bullying that you've subjected me to in the past few months. No, weeks, few weeks. Um, months. I feel like now you're making a rather insidious attempt to, ooh, be the bigger man. No, no, ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm so gracious I am admitting. Not, no, I am. Tom. I'm admitting. I'd, hey, look, I've oh, always look said... Look at him, he's doing it now. I've always said, Your Honour, I would rather be happy than right. Oh, you're so cool I've and always nice. Said oh, I'd rather, brilliant. And Jack oh, is right. Oh, he's such a good guy, isn't he? Listen, he's listen. such a good guy for doing this. No. What do you want me to do? Don't know. <laughs> Jack, Jack is Jack was correct. Jack was and right. Tom was but wrong. I'm still the bigger man. Everybody. I'm not the bigger man. I'm a tiny. I'm not a massive. But I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinner. Then I start running. Um, but Jack, oh, you back on the running. I, I did. I ran yesterday. Nice. And it was nice. nearly horrible. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So you were correct. I but I'm wrong. the bigger man, though. I'm being I'm very no, no, gracious. You're the bigger everybody. man. I, I would like you to be the bigger man by allowing me uh, by accepting my apology. Oh, what's going on? 
This is why is it all on me? Why is he putting it all on me? Right, Jonas is on you. Stop you hitting yourself. On. Stop hitting yourself. Yeah. Stop hitting yourself. You hey, get picked one. on, and now you have to accept the apology. I. It's horrible. Please eh? accept my apology. Oh. <laughs> you you really right. are Cody Rhodes. I really yeah. am, aren't I? I really. Are. And this is what. And this. And this. Ends. I'm gonna come in with a weird eye next time. <laughs> it's gonna slowly take over my face. And scene. This ends my bit, proving why Cody Rhodes is a good bad guy. The, oh, I the, see. You play an evil person. Got my glasses on. The, exactly. Just so. I can put your you. fingers all over them. You're welcome, mate. That. I'm very sweaty. Um, <laughs> Good tell. The the uh, the eye oh. thing. Yes. I I am very 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 excited by what this What's eye thing will lead. Because the eye thing. Could <laughs> you just yeah? It's a bit it's a bit of conjunctivitis in the workplace. Um, but it was um it was mentioned on Reddit. You pointed it out to me. It was mentioned on Reddit that the thing on Malachi's eye is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Someone said this. Yeah. And now he's just spat the mist into the Cody's eye. And then if Cody comes out next Imagine. week, if Cody comes out next week oh. with a little bit under his yeah. eye, then I will take back on, anything negative on, I've ever said it, about Cody. It was on Reddit or, or Twitter, I can't remember where, but someone said, yeah, what if this is the start of Cody becoming like like Malachi Black's like mate and stuff? It was just, yeah. I don't know if it's too silly, but I don't care. He does the Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Any change? No. <laughs> There's one one thing that that um, I, th- I said, and you do agree with me on, and I know we were obviously spoken for, and so I'm not speaking. I said, Brandy Rhodes is beautiful. Oh my goodness, Tom. She is why, beautiful. Why yeah, she is. Yeah, and that's fine. Is that's fine. Okay. She truly is. She's but, beautiful. But I hate her because she's like heel, like Cody but, is. Uh, but she's very captivating as a heel as well. Like she's not. She, like, she's she's beautiful. Great also, facial a, expressions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a real yeah. character. Like yeah. she when she rolled into the ring and crossed the legs and flipped the, off the, Ale- did, Malachi did, Black. The bird. Yeah. Yeah. She's just very captivating. Fantastic. Very stuff. captivating. Great character. Well work. done from everyone. Hope Arn's all right after he fell off the apron. Oh, Arn had a little tumble, didn't he? Yeah. But that was even. That I thought that was deliberate though. I think he did it twice. The camera missed one, and then the second time Cody got like whipped into him and then he fell again so it kind of worked still mm. but Cody goes out and checks on him like you were saying and Arn goes pushes him away get goes, back in the get ring back in the there. idea of Arn messing up anything even at the age of 80 or whatever Wait, he is now, I, I, I couldn't figure nah he did that I've run into that gif again of him spine buster in The Undertaker oh, I, I watched it like 50 times it's not one just one man giving it's, a spine buster it's, it's not just the spine buster it's like the like the sit up oh. after he goes yeah! it's and the sit up and the perfect oh. roll it, it's yeah. so great when someone hasn't happened for ages and someone, is come, someone comes along and yeah. it's like are people going to react are these new kids Oh. Filling out this giant stadium. I think remember who Arn Anderson even is. Hits a spine uh, buster. Uh, JR on commentary is amazing as well. Arn That's Arn Anderson. I was like, yes. Oh, man. The sit-up and then that perfect little roll to the left. Yeah, you just go, oh. and then rolls out. Yeah. yeah, You never lose it. Again, it's like when Freddie Blassie, I've said this before, I'll say it again. When Freddie Blassie makes his entrance at Rumble 2000. Rumble 2000, prime the Attitude Era. All youngies or whatever. And it's like, when do you saw these other people got a midden reaction? Science thought barely got a reaction. Freddie Blassie comes out and everyone stands on their feet like, mm. like that. A, like someone that. just clapped someone outside. Someone started clapping <laughs> on the outside. That was something related. I think it's Freddie. Yeah, Fre- yeah Freddie's been his way for straight to hell. Um, <laughs> Sting and it's not, not. <laughs> no, not because he's dead and real. No, no. You could have said Desert Island Graps and it would have been fine. You had to choose straight to hell. You had to choose straight to hell. Sting and Darby <laughs> Allen FBR. <laughs> Thing, knocks Tully Blanchard off the apron and gets the win with the Scorpion Deathlock. It's a bad week for old NWA dudes on the apron. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's crazy. Sting looked great here. And I almost yeah. hate the words I'm saying because I spent so long him being an idiot coming out and chasing off six men in Team Taz. And I'm going, Sting! <laughs> I'm like, I hate you, Sting. Go away. St- 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 but now he's back doing these well-put-together matches. 
He's had uh, dudes like, you know, 2.0 bouncing around like pinballs off him. That's fine. And they're doing the tag matches with a few good men and all this. This looked like the FTR are very given. Yeah. They're very good. They're like, yeah, we'll make this work. Mm. They did the Undertaker bit where he went for the... Yeah, and then did the Tombstone because obviously that match never happened. Probably it will only happen if uh, Saudi Arabian dudes flipping channels and go, you know what? <laughs> not a good idea, right? Mm. And yeah, Sting looked good. Yeah. Looked very good. Really good. He looked better now than he did seven it's years crazy. ago. It's crazy. He's rolling back the wrestling years. So, wrestling so weird when you hear, oh, someone's had a really bad injury. Like, I'll be back in two months. Yeah. Broke his neck. Wrestlers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are so weird. There's something to be think? said for the AEW lot because there's a clear motivation. Like, they're all motivated. They all want to be there. Mm. There's an energy there that you can't... That, that, and and be, you get that vibe from AEW. I think that's why... That's why... One of the reasons why people have gravitated to it so much. There's an yeah. energy that you're watching a product where... <laughs> yeah. People on the whole want to be there. They're br- doing their thing. It brought CM Punk back to wrestling. That says a lot. That is it. It brought CM Punk back to wrestling. And they're about to bring Owen Hart back to wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Like, which was unthinkable. Yeah. No other promotion could have done that. Mm. You know, so there's a lot to be said for it. And I, there's, there's a lot of people that are very anti-AEW. And I feel like a lot of that sentiment now is so hardwired. Yeah. That I don't know. There's nothing. <laughs> for those people, with people who are, who are completely anti-AEW, there's nothing they can do now. So they might as well just not bother watching it the, and worry yourself with other things. The way Sting was here. Yeah, that'll work. The yeah, way the, the way Sting was here, do you think they'll? I'm trying. I was trying to think like who's the most bitter, jaded Bret Hart. They'll bring him back, and he'll just start working like it's 1993, and he'll just start like yeah, just yeah. doing. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah. I forgot. By the way, someone reminded me of uh, in Bam Bam Bigelow shoot interview. He claimed that the victory roll that is it victory roll. It's been a while since I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, to uh, Bam role. to um to Bret Hart in the King Ring '93 finals. Mm. Uh, Bret Hart fired in his face. Oh, the finish. okay. I've heard that before. Yeah. Mm. He said the only reason that he's the only reason he won because of that. <laughs> I like that. That was the reason why the King of the Ring was won by Bret Hart again. Yeah. Bret Devin. Fart. I wouldn't be surprised if they do bring in Bret Hart for the Owen Hart stuff. Well, they have, I mean, he was already there him. when they got yeah. him yeah. the belt. Yeah, he, him yeah. and his tag partner Jack Whitehall. <laughs> oh, and then God bless him. Even worse than Jack Whitehall, poor Bret. Fell, fell off, off the, the stage. Friggin stage on yeah. the way to the back. But no one's, we, it felt like one of those horrible things, but it felt like, obviously a few people in the crowd did see it, but not everyone. And it felt like I we'd mean, only, we were like, oh no, <laughs> like, yeah. What, yeah, bad that. Yeah. Scary. I'm sure he'd be fine. He was all right. Dr. Britt Baker successfully defends her AW women's title in the main event against Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho mm-hmm. after interference from Jamie Hayder. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Decent main event. Yeah. Decent main event. Yep. I thought it was all right. I thought they were going to change the belt. Ooh. Change your titles. Mm. Well, yeah, it could have worked because she's wait, got... So wait, a, Ruby got... can't take Britt Baker. Like, yeah. who, who are they setting her up for? Oh, there's loads of time. I still, I still think we're in the early stages of Dr. Britt Baker's run as women's champion. There's still oh. loads of time to come. I think oh, it's yeah. Kind of people that are really... I mean, Chris Statlander, sure, but she's also just lost. So it's like, who are they... Who is... Yeah. Who? <laughs> but there's... But, the only one I can think we of is Cargill, have... but she's a heel. Hmm. So but then, but then I th- I could see Britt Baker becoming a face. She is a face. Wait a minute, hang on. Is she, uh, is she I'd like it. I can't remember. She, I mean, during this run, like she thing going on. Yeah, she yeah, cause she's got like run-ins and stuff like that. There's a bit, there's a lot of shenanigans. Yeah. So like she's a. But, but I think that I could see her becoming a, a full-blown face. Uh, like then ended up with Rebel and Hater turning on her, have a feud with them. Mm. By which point, Jay Cargill has been ripping the shreds off of everybody challenging over mm. the TBS Championship. And therefore, you do Baker and Cargill. Maybe Cargill, not straight away. I'm not saying do it now. No, no, no. A while away yet. Let's oh, so have, next week. Okay. Yes, two I weeks. Think, I think 
and I'd like it if that happened, definitely. I think there's people who could win the title from Brit. Not now, but like in the middle distance. Mm. Like people like Tay Condi or um Thunder Rosa. Mm. Like I'd, Actually, I'd like Rose to see I'd like to see Thunder Rosa as the one who's had Brit's number before mm. be the one to beat her. Or Slamovich. Slamovich. Oh, I oh, love Masha Slamovich to do it. Masha Slamovich. Masha Slamovich. Yeah, and her event, you tell me what was it, Borsh at the Beach. Borsh at the Beach. Okay. The GCW event. So she was Masha was on Desert Island Graps the other week. Okay. And um, she's she's part of NWA Empower. Uh, she was at the Impact tapings, uh, and she did AEW Dark. She's just been right. signed, so she's on board now. So expect big things from Masha Slamovich. Nice. I'm very excited to see what yes. the, the, the half half American, half Russian does. Mainly yeah. Russian. She lived between yeah. New York and and Russia throughout her life, which is why she's she sounds a bit American and sounds a bit Russian. She lived between yeah, them both yeah, for a long, yeah. long time. So she's gonna be like from Hell's Kitchen, Russia. <laughs> yes, you lean, like you lean into it. Um, she looked very much at Empower. She she had a new look, and she looked very much like the 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 Russian character from Glow. Oh, oh, yeah. Alison Brie's character. Yes, yes, okay. looked like her from Glow, which cool. I thought was a good little look. Wait, wait. So she'd been America and Russia. Yeah. She shook hands with Ronald Reagan <laughs> and McDonald's. <McDonald's. laughs> if your name ends with in, it's time, time to, to get, get out. out. Sorry, <laughs> it's the fifth time we've brought that up in this podcast, but oh, it's my favourite one they ever did. And. Uh, <laughs> Good God Almighty, that's the end of the wrestling this week. Uh, I'm coming for four pages of NXT notes next week. And for more people to watch these bits and go, Good God. You need a haircut. You need a shower. And you all need to learn how to deal with real power. Did somebody, Did somebody say, say real, real power? power? Oh, I don't want to mess with me. I spit hard bores while I'm dropping these beats. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Dust for Daniel. <laughs> Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, ah, time of a little look in the mailbag. And if you're uh, bored watching this, if you would like some more suspense, uh, please watch Jack's mic stand, which is about to break at any moment. I'm scared, man. Da, 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 da. <sighs> Don't look it's at me. Crazy. I'm irrelevant. <laughs> anyway, number one. Hello, 12 Squirt... What? 12 Squirt Twiddell, <laughs> fashion icon Mafu, and Jack the Rapper. Oh. Simple question to you guys. With Kushida's You Talk Too Much promo, all the video game signs, Tamina's huge reaction at WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't remember that. And the A-Dub slash WWE bringing wrestlers of the week. How does it feel when you produce something that has an impact on the biggest promotions in the world? Now, I include this. Thanks for everything you do. Sorry. Not too long before the big 200 podcast. Whoa. And that is from Graham. Thank you very much, Thank, Thanks, Dad. My dad's called Graham. Ah. Um, <laughs> but thanks, Graham. Uh, now, I included this because I don't know how much we do really influence. I think that, that was a very, very kind email, but I yeah. don't know how accurate it might be because I don't think that like major promotions are like, watching us and going, we'll have wrestlers of the week. Come on. They did play Don't You Forget About Keith. At the Capital Wrestling Center. They did do that, yeah. And Beth Phoenix on commentary as Keithy came out said, don't you forget about Really? Mm. That's terrifying. The crowd chanted very briefly, don't you forget about Keith. I don't like to think... Thank you for that. Yes. Made my day. I don't like to think about, like, actual wrestling companies watching us because we talk a lot of crap. <laughs> well, see, it's weird because you guys, I think it's 
fair to say. The, oh, they definitely watch yours. Oh, they yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but in fairness, though, Buddy Murphy did say that he wouldn't even watch Raw. He would just watch, you know, the wrestling video people that would put on like some recaps. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he could be bothered watching it himself. But we watched that episode of Raw when Dolph came out and said, "I don't care if it's WrestleMania or Botchmania." Yeah. I was going to say, then back to just my little thing. They definitely watch the, Botchmania. Lots of wrestling right now. I think the people still watching Botchmania are wrestlers. Yeah, mm. they're watching it to. Make sure they're not in it, mm -hmm. but they're really mm -hmm. eager to see if their friends mm -hmm. yeah. and the people they don't like, mm -hmm. which often the same thing, uh, are in it. So for me, because you know, it's I'm again not to sound cocky, arrogant. I'm not. It's just I'm used to it. Whoa! I was around DJ Ash's house. I think you know a guy. DJ I was around DJ Ash's house. house. That's my house. friend, Matthew. Know, right? I've never been around his house. I think you he know was yours before was mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's damaged goods. <laughs> no, I feel like everybody. Um, anyway, no, this is like so photoshops of Matthew and, and DJ Ash. Ash yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like Ash. Like I, I, I became friends with Ash later than everyone because obviously there was other nights like Crash in Newcastle yeah. and stuff, other rock nights. Whereas I was at uni at this point, so I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I was hanging out in Durham with the Swans. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on the river, drinking pims on a on a boat. <laughs> the rugged rivalry in the Durham University camp. Yes. <laughs> Who had the shiniest Peugeot? <laughs> Yeah, me and Ash uh, were around his. I mean, obviously that used to happen pre-COVID, I and mean, he's got a kid now, so obviously he's very, he's very, very busy. Now. Yeah, bless him. Yeah. So happy for him. That's nice, though. And was there? Uh, just looking at my phone. Like, All right, two seconds, pal. Um, yeah, sorry, it's Kevin Owens message me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so anyway, so yeah, yeah, Static X's second album. He's like, no, 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 go yeah, back, go yeah. back. But again, not to be a dick, but you have to get yourself in that mindset of going, mm. this is normal. They're, 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 they're not like messaging you so you can go oh my god in yeah. certain name of wrestler some mm. of them are like I think some of them are alright with you if you're a bit like if you're not like kissing their ass if you start fanboying they're like no but like if you're a bit like yeah I know oh alright yeah that's but, it but a me behind that alright but, <laughs> but no it's nice and the fact that yeah um, doing exclusive things yeah I got told that Kushida very much liked Mm. In fact, that did a little video. Yeah, so, that's from nice. again my source. Now I'm worried because all the people that used to watch him was proud about it. All those indie dudes, the PWG and CCW and all this. Well, they've all been signed and they've gone, and now it's like this current gen of like really young indie dudes who like they didn't grow up watching it. Like some of them weren't around when it was starting. Well, they so, might have done. Some of, these, some of the people doing it now are younger than Botchmania. So now I'm like, oh, yeah. no. What am I going to do with my cred? These people don't even care. They're what, like, what year, yeah, whatever, Matthew. What You're not did, Ross. What year did you first start doing Botchmania? Late 2006. Oh, okay. No, they'll be... Oh, we're getting some of, the, some of them might have been We're going to reach yeah. a line where there's going to be somebody that's like... Well, this is this, yeah, is, this is the time there where you, um, you still do that, but you start moving into other platforms in order to stay relevant as opposed to rapping for the hell of it you're now rapping to stay relevant that's where you move uh, into doing stuff like you're doing stuff like twitch and you do uh -huh. you know get on that there tiktok do stuff on oh, the tiktok that's a good idea botchamania would transition well into tiktok oh. it would it, it would. would it would i just don't like TikTok. that's a whole new audience yeah it is, it is. It and, is. and tiktok things do well when it's the same thing repeated over and over and over and over and over so oh that's you, me there you go. <laughs> so, so you would honestly, if you started making, you know what I don't watch do many tic TikToks. Oh, I do TikTok more than on me. a landscape thing. You'll, okay. you'll, be, you'll, you'll be amazed at oh, okay. the audience that branches out. But this Thank is you. it. This is, you know, this is how I've had to stay relevant. 
Just had to keep branching well, how into do you your feel about it? Sorry, I'll just talk about myself for a bit because I'm hugely egotistical. How I'm, do you I'm feel about dead you? honoured. Dead, dead honoured. I'm just a, a, a geeky wrestling fan, in, in, you know, in the in the vinegar strokes of my 30s. Uh, and, um, you just wanted to say vinegar strokes. I 100% did. Okay, and I like to remind people that I'm in my late 30s. Um, and so I'm just, I'm honoured that any, anything that I that I say, no matter how very, very rare it happens, it just feels good. Mm. I remember when I did the... Um, the Biggin and Wigan in 2005. Oh, and I'd yeah. heard like some wrestlers had watched it. Not to the level like they watched Botch Radio, but I know some wrestlers had watched it. And I was like, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. And it's just like it become a weird little... Again, like, an, like now audiences wouldn't know. No one cares what that is anymore. And that's all right. That's, that was yeah. a thing. It was a nice, it's a nice little historical thing I've got in me, in me locker. And I think that I've done and created more since then. You know? I, again, I like that. The beginning Wigan, just because of your story that you did in the North thing, and you did an impression of me that was <laughs> when I'm so accurate, it actually put hairs on the back of my neck. When I met Matthew for the first time to sit and do commentary, mm. uh, Matthew said, So, have you done commentary before? Pal? I love that voice, it does. And uh, I, I said, Oh, I did a, like a joke match a few years ago. Like, there's the two guys called Chris Brules and Cage Tyler. I did Chris Brules, that was all I needed. And Chris you went, Brules. Oh my god, Biggin and Wigan! <laughs> <laughs> and that was it then. And you sat there for the night, and every time we took a break, you went, I can't believe you're the guy that did Wigan and Wigan. Just like, nonchalantly go, yeah, Biggin yeah. Wigan and Wigan. So have you done any of this? Th- no, but I used to be in the band Fish. You know, just one of those like, <laughs> ridiculous little asides. Like, wait, hang on, what? I used what? to be in the or Led like, Zeppelin. Yeah. Or like, Kevin Owens just messaged me. Oh, anyway. Oh, there you go. Oh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> that's you your version of that. What about the, Ke- the Biggin and Wigan is your version yeah, yeah. of someone being impressed by Kevin Owens messaging. But go back to yourself, Jack. There mm. was a very brief period when they had, uh, oh, what was his name? Um, Leo Kruger, Adam Rose. Yeah, he was yeah. doing a bit on Raw when it was him just doing like a fake news thing. who was insulting the wrestlers, and I thought that was heavily influenced by YouTubers really? at the time. Oh, uh, to be honest, uh, these days I don't know how much what we do gets watched by. Uh, I don't know, but um, in the early days, back at What Culture, when we first started doing the YouTube stuff, it was actually crazy because we were the only like channel yeah. really doing a lot of the stuff we were doing. So the the attention we got was like huge. And I only realized how weird and like scary that was in the years after when it sort of, the wrestling on YouTube became bigger and more diverse and everything. Right. But I didn't realize Everyone at the time how much of a spotlight was on us. And I look back and I think, wow, I had no presenting experience. That was the worst I've been. Yeah. And there was the most eyes. And I was just like, I look back and I'm like, oh God. But probably like, better, oh, probably no. better that you didn't know that. Yeah, oh, 100%. It would have shut you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had you known like the- I just kind of went with it. The reach. Also, it helped being like really young, because I was. Mm. You're a bit more like, yeah, I'll give whatever a go. Well, Life yeah, hasn't yeah. knocked you down yet. You need optimism in that position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and also, like, like, because, because not because, like, you went on with no presenting experience as uh, very similar to like Ross and to Adam, like little bits of it, but not loads. Yeah, and I, I think like that was part of the appeal. I, I often think when I think of Ross, I think me and him, we've got such a weird connection because we will have, we will have both been on the same sort of like career path that no one else has been on. They like mm. were both writers and then right. got kind of thrown in and then uh, me and him probably, only me and him probably know exactly what that was like. And it's weird to think that there's another person who knows exactly what that was like. Mm. But I've never really talked to him about it. I probably should. <laughs> probably well, it'd about be it. good to get an opportunity to do, do that. Do it on camera. Quite good. Yeah, you mm. do it on camera would be quite good. There may be a series coming up, everybody. Mm. Um, but, but, that, but that's it. But because like you're not, that, there was, that was a big part of your connection. 
was that you were just Fresh. wrestling fans talking. Very, very raw. <laughs> yeah, 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 you were wrestling yeah. fans talking, which yeah, is what yeah. they're all doing, you know. Yeah. One of the things, one of the weird things that I've had thrown at me since I started is uh, there's a few people that pop up, one particular that always uh, negatively refers to me as a Blue Peter presenter. Because I think I've come in with a bit of presenting you're professional. experience. Yeah, because you're. <laughs> so I've come with a bit of presenting experience, and it's and I think that to somebody who's, who has loved what you guys have done for so long, where it has been like just fans talking. Yeah. Like I'm probably sometimes too much the other way, um, and it. Uh, I think we it, meet in the middle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We might do. We I don't think know. We do. I think we do. But I think that's a big part of it because. Yeah. You you just you're real people. You're real people, and that's the that's a big part of the connection. Yeah. It's I mad. Swear it's great because it? then it's, it's like so many times when people will be like, oh yeah, Jack. Oh, he's so good. He's acting and stuff like that. And so it's like, Jack's Jack. I'm not yeah, that's him. it. I can't act. Yeah. <laughs> he does um, a great impression of himself. <laughs> At least I'm not South African or Australian. I'd mess it up. It's very um, true. That was a great question from Graham. Yeah, thank you, Graham. Yeah, thank you, Graham. Yeah. Golden Graham, if you will. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, cinnamon. Oh, nice. I prefer the cinnamon. Yeah, I prefer the cinnamon ones yeah, yeah. as well. <laughs> question two. No or is silly. It Graham, because sometimes they call it that in America. Anyway, sorry. Graham. Graham. Golden Grams. Graham crackers. Yes, hello. That's what it says. No silly unneeded story here. Just serious questions. Brilliant. Oh, boo, hiss. Brilliant. The best one. The best one. I've always... What? I've always seen Shinsuke Nakamura and thought, you remind me of the cat in the hat. <laughs> no one else agrees, but sometimes people do. What? <laughs> no one agrees except when people, they do. People do. What do you think? <laughs> And it ends, I, this was from Harry. Harry has a wonderful way with words, and that's primarily why I included that. I think Harry just riffed. Harry, Harry just went, I'm going to write an email. I'm just going to see what I happens think, when I put my hands on the keyboard. I think Harry... Freeform jazz from Harry. Harry's like the poet of a generation. Like It's all beautifully structured. It's the poet laureate. It's like a poet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the poet laureate. for a while. That was absolutely That's very class. good, man. That was Thanks, quality. Man. Thank you, because I'm drinking from the Can triple we, jump cup. Is it too late for me to put poet laureate into the Hall of Fame? Because <laughs> that's, that's amazing, definitely that. worth it. Can you put that in your Twitter bio? Poet laureate. Okay. There you okay. Go. It's good that. It's better it's than really good, whatever though. it says now. Oh, no, just include it. Don't take away anything. Oh, okay. Just poet jam laureate. it in. Could, you, could it be a segment on the podcast where you search for the Poet Lariat poet and every poet. week people send in poems based on wrestling? <laughs> just if anyone out, next man. week wants to send in any poems and try to become the official Cultaholic Poet Lariat, please let us know. Please do, because I'll have forgotten by the time <laughs> he says next week. I'm like, Poet Lariat? Who said that? <laughs> well, wanker came up with that. Anyway, Harry wants to know, so do we think Shinsuke Nakamura looks like the cat in the hat? In so many words, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that the question? Yeah, that's the question. No, no, you remind me of the cat in the hat, yeah. not necessarily. So so do we do we do we think that Shinsuke Nakamura reminds Harry of the cat in the hat? Yes. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Go on. I don't know either. Harry's tapped into something, but I can't work out. It's not a conscious thing. I'm just thinking of the Mike Myers cat in the hat. The, I am as well. Oh, that's the, what I was thinking. Yeah, the horror well. that that is. I need to see it. You have you seen a few little I've bits? Be, but I, I love seeing bad films. It's weird. Like, like Jack was saying beforehand, you want to see a Midland film. Like a film you watch on a plane because you want to kill yeah. two hours. And you go, this was great because the alternatives were staring at my feet. Yeah. But like, it's actually forgettable. <laughs> like Goodfellas or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like, a film that's rotten. <laughs> Like a like a Battlefield Earth, Street Fighter the movie. Oh, street, oh, take that back. Oh, you said sorry. Midland film. I was thinking what like Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Midland film. Oh, you. Right there, man. Actually, I love the ones when you say something. Boy, the way of the Peaky Blinders. Go, what? What are you? Oh, now I got it. <laughs> uh, so, 
cat in the hat. I feel bad because we got some wonderful heartfelt emails this week, and I've put in Harry's instead. <laughs> well, I, did, I did reply from the mailbag saying, like, thank you very much for telling us. Unfortunately, I'd already picked the ones. Unfortunately, from, Harry has picked, taken your I don't, spot. No, I'd already picked These them. These people putting their then, heart and soul in no, these letters going, Harry got in. I'd already picked I'd already picked them, and then more came through, and I was like, oh, well, it's already sorted for yeah. the podcast. And I'd like to apologize to everybody who sent in heartfelt ones. And if I replied, then... You know, your email really did uh, mean something to me. And if I didn't, then I'm sorry, but I should have replied as well. I just feel I bad. Should say the email Sometimes I feel me. like whenever I do the email, I end up like replying to them. Oh, and then I feel like they're like, Damn. sometimes when I do the mailbag, there's a really nice one or whatever. I've, I, and I've already picked the ones to include. I feel bad, so I write a little reply. And I imagine, nice. I imagine next week when Ross comes to check the mailbag, there's just like four conversation chains that have started. He's like, Jack's done it again. Uh, He's bloody replied. But yeah, it's nice though. So yeah, uh, no, he doesn't remind me of the cat of the hat. Thank you for the, the email. Cheers, Harry. Cheers, Harry. If you like a lot of questions in your mailbag, I'm your guy. That's nice. Hello and welcome everyone to another splendid edition of the Gullholic Mailbag segment. Did you know that according to BehindTheName.com, in 1959, the name David was the second most popular boy name in the United States. But this Reese's Pieces isn't just about any David. No, no, no. Oh no. It's about the man, the myth, the six and a half star legend himself, Big Davey Meltzer and his wrestling observer, to be a bit more specific. Below are 15 multiple choice questions about Big Dave and his wrestling observer newsletter. Oh, Jess got a copy in his hands. The one at the end of the quiz with the most correct answers is the winner and the other is the loser. I hope you enjoy and good luck to all contestants. I was going to say, can I do that intro again? If you like a lot of yeah, questions yeah. in your mailbag, I'm your guy. I'm sure you'll yeah. be like, I, I wrote that how he says it every week. He didn't do it properly. And he's quite right. So with that lovely introduction done again, Jack, what's this? This is a Dave Meltzer quiz. I'm the quiz master. Hey! To be a master. There are quiz questions. Master. I'm going to rattle through them quite fast because there's quite a few. And uh, and I'll, I'll give you both a guess of each question because there's four cho- there's four choices for each answer. So we'll begin. So there are multiple choices. Yes. So plans could change. <laughs> yes. No. Hey. Um, fifteen thousand people walk out. Fifteen hundred. Um, question number one: Where was Dave Meltzer born? Was it New York, New York, St. Paul, Minnesota, Bothell, Washington, or Davenport, Iowa? I don't think he was in any of those. I think he was an egg that landed in his office. In 1963. 15 questions, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa. Dummy. Iowa. Yeah. I'm going to go with B. It's New York, New York. You're nil-nil. Okay, cool. <laughs> what was the first five-star match ever given in the Wrestling Observer? Was it oh. Bruiser Brody and Stan Hansen versus Dory Funk Jr. and Terry Funk? No. Was it Dynamite Kid versus Tiger Mask? No. Was it Ric Flair versus Butch Reed? Or was it Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat? Flair Steamboat. It's not... It's not. It's not, it's not apparently. flexed on you there. I'm going to go with A. It was Flair Butch Reed, apparently. Nil-nil. Butch Reed? Oh, okay. It's nil-nil. Um, what is Dave Meltzer's middle name? <laughs> Alvin, Alan, Alexander, or Adam? Alan. Alvin! One nil to Tom. It's Alan. I just want to do the uh, chipmunk thing. <laughs> Who was the first wrestler to be involved with both the best match of the year and the worst match of the year? Ric Flair, Sting, Pat Patterson, or The Undertaker? Alan. Oh, it's uh, Pat Patterson. I've said Alan. It was Sting. Ah. Oh. I don't, I don't know. Match. What's the name of the guy who wrote the question? Sorry. His name is uh, Matt Trez. Matt? Is that Trez? Oh, you son of. Matt. Oh. Space Trez. Matt Trez. Matt Trez. Oh, okay. Um, how many kids does Dave Meltzer have? Zero, one, two, or four? Alan. I'm going to go with two. It is two. It's one, one. Ha <sighs> ha. I know about his kids. Because Tom's stopped trying for now. We'll see if he comes back later on. Um, how many 25 OIS? How many 20. How many. Fo- 
Go How on. many five and a quarter or higher star matches have been given out in the Wrestling Observer? Oh, 21, man. 25, 31, 34. Alan. Uh, 31. 34. A lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Is, this, th- is Mattress telling the truth? 29 of them are uh, a dub. What college did Dave go to? San Jose oh, State. For, for, State oh, Jim Ross. State University of New York, San Jose, Stanford, or Washington State? Andre Chase. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm going to say New York. It was San Jose State. Oh, I moved. What is the best... Te- who is the best technical wrestler award named after in the Wrestling Observer? Brian Danielson. Do you want me to read out the multiple choices? No. Yes, please. Bret Hart, Brian Danielson, Luthers, or Dean Malenko? Alan. It's Brian Danielson. It's oh. 200 Matthew. Dave Meltzer shares the same name of a famous what? Doctor, <laughs> baseball player, oh. politician, or poet? Alan. Oh. I forget because he gets added a lot. What is he? He's a lawyer. Poet. Lawyer wasn't one of the choices. He could be our poet lariat. Yes, he could. Dave Meltzer, the poet lariat. That's awesome. Who's won wrestler of the year most times in the Observer? Ric Flair, Mizawa, Harley Race, or Tanahashi? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Um, Mizawa. Probably of a longevity, Tanahashi. Ric Flair. Okay, fair enough. What year did Dave get married? (laughs) Oh, for fuck. 2002, 91, 98, or 2007? I wasn't invited, so Alan. Yeah, my, my... Man got lost in the post. 91. 2002. Oh, good. Three left. What wrestler has won the worst wrestler of the year award the most times? The worst wrestler. Big oh. Show, Nash, Warrior, or G- Andre the Giant? Hey. Yeah, I'll say Big Show. Andre. Who was the person that helped Dave come up with the idea for star ratings? Bill Apter, Gorilla Monsoon, Jim Cornette, or Pat Patterson? Apter. Jim Cornette. It was. And I was like, what? Yeah. Hey, what's the story there? He said it was... You should do star ratings! <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're right, I should. <laughs> and seed. <laughs> no, because he was like, this bacon double cheeseburger is five effing stars. And <laughs> yeah, about six went. in the Tokyo Dome. Cameron Grimes giving I, us... I had a better burger one time in the uh, Tokyo Dome. Uh, <laughs> um, Wagyu beef with Happy Corbin. Um, just over here. The really sad thing is that you guys have not enjoyed this quiz as much as when Ross does the quizzes and the Reese's Pieces is a quiz as well. So I don't mind no, 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 it's fine. It's just because it's like, Dave, I don't... We could have editorial this and just done five. No, 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 I Matt wouldn't have yeah. minded. Six in Japan. Oh, sorry, six in Japan. <laughs> Two more. What Go was on. the first women's match to win best match of the year? Bracket, sorry, Matthew. I don't know why this is... What? Hey, Matthew's yeah. a known sexist. Yeah. Um, oh, that's not that OSW joke that's haunting me forever, oh, is maybe. it? Misogynistic Mafu. Oh, is it <laughs> Blaze Nakano? No, ma- ma- match of the year. Is it? Um, should we want me to read the options? Or just oh, yeah, finish? please. Sorry. Go. Is it Minami Toyota and Toshio Yamada versus Dynamite Kansai and Mayumi Ozaki? Is it Minami okay. Toyota and Kyoko oh, no. Uene? Oh, sorry. Minami Toyota versus Kyoko Uene. That's yeah. a singles match. We've got a tag match with Toyota. We've got a singles match with Toyota. Yeah. Is it Akira Hakuto versus Miku Satomura? Or is it Aja Kong and Bull Nakano versus Akira Hakuto and Shinobu Kandori? I'm pretty sure it's a tag match. And I yeah. can't tell if it's A or D. Um, I oh. think it was definitely a tag match. I'll go um, with D because I like Bull McConnell. In that case, if you want to go D, I'm going to go Alan. Is that an A? So a, yeah, it's a tag match. It's a... Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> I helped you win that one. And finally... <laughs> Outside of wrestling, Dave is also. I don't know if this. <laughs> I don't know if this one's. I don't know if this one's oh, real. We all talk about Dave, every week how much you've been Dave, Dave, Dave is also a flasher. I don't know if this one's real. <laughs> how many men has Dave Meltzer killed? 
to the nearest ten, how many bodies are in Dave Meltzer's garden right now? I'm gonna pass out. Go on. Quick, quick. Tom's on the ropes. I need this. Go on, Jack. Outside of wrestling, Dave is also an amateur. What? (laughs) Journalist. Baker. Carpenter. He's turned pink. You're like Kirby. Carpenter. Carpenter. (laughs) Comedian. (laughs) Bowler. Or pet breeder. (laughs) E. Ferret Wrangler. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. F. Um, F. Bungie Smuggler. Oh, I wanted to be D. <laughs> I want him to be a pet breeder. <laughs> the answer is apparently B comedian, right? Now listen. <laughs> oh, now, my God. Now listen, oh. now listen. Mattress has put like a little afterward <laughs> bit where he's put. Mel- no, I can't, I can't believe this is true, but okay. Melter performs regularly at the Giggles Comedy Club and Pizza Parlor in Saugus, Massachusetts, what? where he's usually booed off stage. Now, I can't be true. That's not true. Why would he go to Massachusetts? Doesn't he live on the West Coast? That's exact- he travels all the way there. Exactly yeah. why he goes to work at the Funny Bone. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, no. You suck, Dave. Ah, uh, well, I don't suck. Uh, I'm not a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Dave is a comedian. I'd have preferred so, Flasher. Uh, <laughs> well, that was a thing. Um, thank you very much. So thank you so much for playing. Thank I hope you, all you guys had some good fun and keep doing what you guys oh, love to we've do. We've had a lovely time. Silly Matt Trez from Hell, Michigan, which is a real place. Uh, thank you, Matt Trez. Hopefully your pal, uh, Pill O, can send us a Brian Alvarez one next week. <laughs> thank you very much for giving Tom a heart murmur. <laughs> And making Jack very upset. If you have any more of these, please send them to mailbagagolic.com. Oh. Well, I hope you're all refreshed and ready for the next bit. Reese's Pieces. Hello, gentlemen. I've been on a mission of trying to come up with games for the podcast. This is attempt number two, and something I've been called... Wrestling is Twitter-esting. Twitter-esting. That's Twitter and interesting. Rules. You'll hear two wrestlers or wrestling-related accounts and try to guess which one has more Twitter followers. So, Mafu, hand this over to Games Master Ross. No, no, no. start. It's Jack. Of course, yes. I mean, you don't want, like, someone else to do it? Like, I can do it for you I've already looked at it. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Therefore, you should, so you'll win. Well, yes. Now I have fact checked some of the ones. You said that the quiz is very serious. I have fact checked some. Of, I have fact checked some of the ones that I found most dubious. But apparently, this is all. This all seems legit. So, who has the more Twitter followers, Randy Orton or the animal Batista? Batista. Dave. Yeah. It's Randy Orton, and I checked this because I didn't oh. believe it. Batista has one point four million. Randy's got six point two million. Dave was in Guardian. Exactly. Oh, I, I couldn't believe it when I did this. When I like checked it, uh, Bailey or Biggie. Uh, Bailey. Nah, Biggie. Bailey. Remember, she's a woman on the internet. internet. (laughs) That was was my reasoning. It's a woman on the internet. Uh, Wardlow or Abaddon? Abaddon. Wardlow. Abaddon. Tom's got it. Tom's dialed in. It's a woman on the internet. John Silver or Jack the Jobber? 
Jack the Jobber. Jack the Jobber. It's Jack the Jobber. Yeah, <laughs> good lad. Uh, only by about 10K, though, so don't worry. John, John's catching me. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, or Hangman, Adam Page? Britt Baker. Britt Baker. It is, but only by a very slim margin. Oh. Hikarashida or Matthew Gregg? Matthew Gregg. I don't know how many Hirokushida. Hir- oh, no, she's a woman on the internet. Hirokushida. It is Hikarashida. Oh. But I was surprised. Because, uh, I don't know, I just thought you'd have more. I don't know, I was surprised at that one. Oh, I'm sorry for letting you down. That's all right. Izzy, brackets, the Bailey fan, or Senior Benjamin? <laughs> Izzy. Senior Benjamin, come on. Izzy. Oh. Rob. She's got good Twitter gamers, Izzy. She had a few with Ross online. Mm. Did a lovely oh. episode of Desert Island Grabs. Did you? Yeah, good egg, Izzy. Like oh. Izzy. Uh, the account WWE Creative Humor uh, or Noel Foley? Noel Foley. WWE Creative Humor. WWE Creative Humor. Yeah, a, can't be stopped, that one. Can't be stopped. Uh, Aubrey Edwards or Ross Tweddle? Oh, Ross. Yeah, Ross. Aubrey. I know. Oh. It's a shocking loss for Ross. So I imagine Ross just like in the upper, upper echelon. Yeah, yeah. Things. Well, Ross got less than you. It goes me, Ross, you. Has he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You, yeah, not, neither me nor Ross. I'm in the 80Ks. Ross it's, is in the, it's an unfair world. I'm in the 80Ks. Ross is in the 90s. You, you've hit three figs. Yeah, but I'm, you know, looking up at Adam Pacitti. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's um, doing weird things. I can't, I can't talk about him. Cultaholic or AEW Games? Oh, come on. Cultaholic's been on for a lot longer. I think, I want to say AEW Games. It's called the Holic, and I will have a meeting with you about this. That's oh, Sunday. Why would you say <laughs> perfectly fine? That's it for today. Love the podcast. Greetings from Mexico. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm so sorry. I'll try. It's Y O T, but the O has an accent over it, so it's like Yot. How's it go? Yot. Uh, yot. Yeah, yeah. Yot. Like that, I thought you were going to say I can't pronounce it. I'm going to have a go. It's Juan Big Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, gracias, Yot. I see and, uh, Wiener. Hey. That's the sad episode. That's the Seymour. No, that's the first episode. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I mean, they're all a bit sad. Seymour Butt episode. No, oh, it's because it's Seymour Butt. It's because it's another prank name. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's Seymour episode. Stop. Don't, 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 don't be alone. Sorry. Uh, thank you very much for that lovely, lovely Reese's piece. It's obviously a bit of bridge because we were spent after the melted one. But thank you very much. Please send them your thoughts, your Reese's pieces, and your little quiz ideas. They're great. We appreciate them. Especially the ones that point out we have lots of Twitter followers here at Cultaholic. <laughs> uh, mailbag at Cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholic's Big Question. Ah. Mm. What a great podcast. Ah. Ah. It's time for Extreme Rules, guys. <gasps> oh, that's what that means. And I'm Straight Edge. Extreme. You are well extreme. Straight Edge. We have a real Straight Edge boy in the office, Ooh. actually. Uh, Jack Atkins. Is actually straight edge. Is he Lovely, straight edge? Right, right, but he doesn't like saying that because he's like, I don't want to sound like a wanker, but I am straight edge, yeah. No, I was straight edge and a wanker uh, <laughs> for a period of years. But he's, a, he's, I think he's always been, I think he's always been like teetotal and stuff, so. Yeah. But he's, nothing wrong with it? Fair play. No, nothing at all. And it doesn't stop him from like coming on a night out and having a class time, which he's, I could never do, man. Yeah. I hate drunk people when I'm not drunk. <laughs> I yeah, know. I mean, that's, that's why I, I, I drink now. Right. Because uh, it's, you realize, oh, yeah, it wasn't, me hanging around with annoying people. It's just, if you're that one sober person, it's not always fun. But he's great on a night out. If you want to get to know him, uh, he is now the... Look at this. He is now the new co-host of the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review on on a Tuesday. And you'll hear him tomorrow on the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review. We are watching Armageddon 2000, our Matthew and I, and Jackkins. Jackkins. You can listen. Jackkins. Jackkins. 
So it's tag team names yourself. <laughs> yeah. You can watch you can listen to it with your ears and then watch it with your eyes on the Patreon on Monday, but you can listen with your ears tomorrow. Tell you what, he rivals Richard Tubman for the drippiest drip in the office. There's a, there's a high amount of drip there's in the so office. Much drip, That's man. why I dress up now. Mm. It's having to compete. I'm trying to be more drippy, but I'm struggling. I don't oh, know Ross has got us all beat at the minute. Like, Ross is oh. very drippy. I mean, if you don't believe that it. was nearly drippy. Big question. Big question. What's going to be the best match at Extreme Rules this Sunday? The lineup is Becky Lynch, the supposed bad person, versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Title. It's a contender. It's up there. Can you those, those the noises? It's up there. It's up there. Okay, thank you. Uh, Damien Priest versus Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus in the triple threat match for the United States title. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Here's some good noises. Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's title. A little bit worried about this one, to be honest. Hey, hey guys. A little bit worried there. Thanks, Grayson. Liv Morgan versus Carmella. Ferned. You know what? That one could over-deliver, in my opinion. Uh, the Usos versus the Street Profits for the SmackDown oh. Tag Team Titles. Mm. If it gets time, it'll blow the bloody doors off. Get kind of excited. And Roman Reigns versus the Demon Finn Balor Extreme Rules match, the WWE Universal Title. Right, mm. and that does appear to be the only match with a, with a wacky stip. gimmick. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Which you know what, I'm all right with. I'm not. It's Extreme Rules, Matthew. It's no, the one like, time so where we don't want them to. Where we, we want them yeah, to add want them to. unnecessarily. Yeah. yeah, gimmicks for the sake of gimmicks. It's near point to it. So if they're having one match with it, that's absolutely fine. The main match has extreme rules, yeah. so that's fine. They've, mm. they've 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 slid under the door there. They, they, you know, they tick so. the box just about by having an extreme rules match at the moment. Yeah. Like, and do you know what? It, it means that that extreme rules match can just go hammer and tongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stand out from the pack, which is why well, I think it'll probably be the best match. It needs just that tease well, anyway of like, ooh, what can happen? Yeah, yeah. A uh, demon. I find with all of Roman's big title matches that I, I always react the same way where I'll, for the first half of the match, I'll be tired after a long show before mm. that. And then I'll be like, oh, starting off so slowly and they're talking to each other and there's a lot. It's very slow. And then by the end, I think that was a great match. And they've turned it. He always, Roman knows what he's doing yeah. every time. No, I love it. He comes out, he beats up his opponent for the first five minutes, walking around waddling. He's, he's reading stuff. He's, he's telling the demon, it was the best of times, stomp. It was the worst <laughs> of times, stomp. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that match. It is just the pre show <laughs> to. Uh, Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Calling it. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Yeah. I think they could, though, this time. This is a bit of a unique setup for this question because most weeks we go, like, that'll be the best one. Maybe that one will be second. This week, I reckon there's a real chance that one of these undercard matches could steal a show. Well, yeah, because it's the room for it. Like, this, this isn't like one yeah. of those shows where there's like a billion matches they, on. They could add, well, right a, they could add a couple tonight, but yeah. yeah, at the minute, it's not what a very sad. Kevin very... Owens' uh, Happy Corbin. Yeah, probably. For a happy meal. Um,. Sammy and Dom or something like that. Oh, God, not Nakamura Cruz. Nakamura Cruz. Please, no. Sammy and Dom could do a match, and then Dom could turn, maybe, on Ray Ray. I could do that on a kickoff show or something. Yeah, I could see that. I wouldn't be disappointed if they don't add any. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I'd like to see longer matches. Yeah, this will be fine. This will be fine. This is a, a stopgap. Keep everybody fresh. But I feel like... Mate, Big E doesn't have anything to do. Right? Yeah, no, Big E's fine. not... And that's fine. Ooh, but he's the champion. I know he is the champ, but that's fine. You do a segment. No, I don't. No, I just think you know what. If there's nothing of any meat for a champion to do, don't put them on the show. There's no need. Have Big E feature down the road. That's far too sensible. He'll definitely be there. Yeah, I suppose. Him and Lashley will have a fight. Lashley. Mm. But then, because then, in terms of like what's next for him, it's very much looking like Big E and Lashley will be a rematch that mm. they'll have. Yeah. Probably at Crown Jewel. Uh I thought Lashley would fight Goldberg because he beat up his son. They kind Who? of. 
gone quiet. <laughs> yeah, they have gone. That just came and went. Anyway, if anyone's going to take on Goldberg, <clears throat> it's going to be Biggie. I mean, He's been building up to that match for years after that one he video. He wants it, but... Slapping me! Mm. No five-star wrestling! Sorry, quiz. <laughs> I, reckon it'll, I reckon it'll still be Lasher and Goldberg. Goldberg and Lasher. Just let them have an exhibition match. He'd beat up his... Just because he'd beat up his son. I, don't I, think, no, I think that's you know all what? they needed. And, it gives, it gives heat to Lashley. Can Goldberg turn down that Saudi payday? And, no. with the, and with no title on the line, Goldberg can win and not win the title. Exactly. So, so that's yeah, fine. I think that's why. But... Sorry, I'm just Goldberg, a big stretch. Goldberg can get him. <laughs> if that was ah oh. oh, big stretch, I know he oh, said. I'm used. I'm used to whenever Pablo does a big stretch, just acknowledging the big oh, stretch. Ah, oh, oh, a big stretch. It's always good when you see. Ah, so, oh, so well, well done for stretching. Yeah, it's it's. If I don't, if I see Pablo doing a stretch and I don't go big stretch, I feel like it's bad luck. Mm, if I don't yeah. acknowledge what big stretch you're doing, I feel like he gets sad. So I have to always make sure I tell him what big stretch mm. you're doing. Bethany said something to me once where I showed her a picture of Pablo and she was like, oh, this is when I don't think she'd met you yet. And mm. she was like, oh, it's lovely that he's got a black cat. Apparently there's a stigma around them. There is a stigma around black cats. Because they're bad luck. Yeah, I think so. Well, not if they cross your path. Mm. But he's crossing my path all the time. Yeah, yeah we have to. Mm. You're in the same house together. Exactly. <laughs> It'd be weird if he didn't. Yeah. yeah, there's a weird stigma around black no. cats, but he's ace. He is. He's, he's absolutely it. ace. Couldn't imagine life without him now. No, I, 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 never, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I used to hate cats. Was not a fan of cats at all, and now I've met Pablo. Like genuinely, I'd probably take a bullet for him. Lovely guy. He's a good How egg. Someone shoot your cat. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's weirdos out there, isn't there? He's, there a former, he's a former cult holic heavyweight champion. So he is indeed. Pretty important. I keep. I keep meaning to bring him into the office one day. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love that. Uh, Fraser is allergic, so I'd, he, he's he, no bless him. He said, "Let me know the day, just so I can double dose on my antihistamine." Okay. Oh, what a guy. One day, oh, what a party animal as well. I know. One, fr- one Friday, we'll bring in. Uh, we'll bring Pablo in. <laughs> <laughs> Off his bin. One Friday, well, I'll bring Pablo in. Pablo we'll just crawling over Fraser's pro body. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not itching, though. It's worked. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I'm the social media guy, guy now. Yeah. <laughs> this is my job now. Pablo looks like the cat in that meme sat behind the table. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> Quite often make him sit like that. I think the best match is probably going to be Roman and Finn. But I have a little suspicion that either Bianca Becky or New Day, uh, sorry, Street Profits and Usos could steal the show. So, right. Uh, In terms of I'll like, go for that tag match, you know? I'll go for the yeah, Street yeah, Profits yeah. and the Usos. I'm going for no, it. I agree with you, pal. That match, they've had it beforehand and it delivered. It was the first time they did that match on SmackDown, I think, I think so. just after the, they did the draft. Yeah, maybe, just yeah. Just in time for the other draft we've got coming up soon. And mm. I'm most looking forward to seeing, though, is what it's going to be for, for Becky. Because mm. it's like the reluctant bad person. Boo! Yay! Yeah, you're back. I like your hair. That does that three spiky things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what you call that. I'm not cool. But that, that'd be interesting. They're probably going to chant that. this when she comes out. I like her hair. Though. Very specific. Very, very organised in. Where are they? Are? Oh yeah. Where are they? In um, Columbus, Ohio. 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 Well, got enough else to do in Columbus. So sorry. Let's go, Chuck Taylor. You're the best wrestler in the world. Um, right. I see well. people disappointed that they didn't do. The, the Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega thing. What's your name? John, jo- John, John Jacob. Jacob, Jacob yeah. I'm not disappointed that they didn't do I'm that. that. <laughs> <laughs> they just had a really good match instead. Yeah. Uh, Very disappointing. Let's go, Becky Lynch. I like your pointy hair. It does three <laughs> points in the sky. Yeah, better, shape, better shaped than Tyler Black. And she'd be like, I know him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's distracted. And that leads to a roll up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know him. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Fell for that. How are they going to have Bianca? She's going to do a disarmor with the hair wrapped around the arm. Yeah, they'll definitely use the, uh, uh, the hair. Bet on it, bet on it, bet on it, bet on it. It'll be a cheeky, peely <laughs> finish. That's a lovely little bit of a... Uh, high school musical. <laughs> bit of high school musical there, mate. <clears throat> they'll do a little cheeky, Healy finish. 
You think? Yeah, mm. Becky will retain. I don't, I don't think Bianca's winning it back just yet. Me neither. Me neither. Because because October was the was the due date for Becky's return, and October's like next week. So yeah, off, yeah. Off, we've just started the race a little bit early. On my birthday, oh, October the first. Wake me up when September ends, guys. <laughs> Wake me up when September ends. Brackets and halfway through October. Yes. No, first of October. I always said twenty first. No, 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 no. First, first, first. Ah, I'm really excited for all the tweets next week of people going. Somebody put a wake up green day. I usually get. Oh, you're oh, happy sixth that. birthday is one I usually get because oh, I'm five years old. Hmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, I was like the ones where like, right, it's Halloween season thing. <laughs> I was like, the spooky oh, month of the Jen, year. Jen, Jen on her Twitter has already changed her name to a puntastic Halloween pun. It's not even October yet, Jen. Well, if you can get ready for Christmas in September, I've heard some radio adverts, you should be shot. Shame yourselves. You should be shot. <laughs> you should be shot. That's <laughs> what I was saying, and it didn't really come out right. It's big money. Christmas is big money. And, and, I, and retail's no, been so shot in the face. Christmas is pretty over, bro. I think I put my tree Screw up this time Christmas, last year. Halloween. Pretty sure I put my tree up this time last year. Oh. I'm a big fan of New Year's Eve. Yeah, sure it was an awful year, though. That was my excuse. It was an awful year. I put uh, my tree up very early. Fair well, enough. last year was awful. Yeah, because it was like my parents are like, "All right, COVID, COVID, stay away from us." Wait, you're coming for Christmas, right? Because you know, hang on, there's a chance we can. No, 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 just come and don't give us. It would be a lot safer if we didn't come mm. see you. If you don't come see us, we'll kill you. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool, see you. You know, um, grumpy, grumpy metal boy, Sam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> he's the most like festive person mm, maybe yeah. the most one of the most Christmas people in this office and I was so surprised when I first found out how Christmassy well, he was he of course because Christmas time of year he gets all those uh, box sets of films that he pretends to have watched look at that Sam he's a, he's a real film but, but I like Prondon because oh. he's, he's got the Twin Peaks tattoo and he, well, he hasn't seen season three. Yeah, but season three is not the same, really. Oh, it's not the same show. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. It's the end of the podcast forever. Thank you very much, <laughs> forever. Jack. Forever. Thank you, Matthew. Forever, ever. Uh, Jack, what have you got on tap for us until next week? Well, I, I've, I've mentioned that season. That's new season. New series that I was thinking about doing last week. Uh, but I can't really reveal what it is. But I'm going to I'm gonna oh, start. Yeah, I'm going to probably start shooting that mm. relatively soon in time for the Cultaholic fourth birthday anniversary. So oh. that's what I've got ganning on. What is the date of the anniversary? 5th of November? I think it's Bonfire. Bonfire Night, I think. Is it really? Maybe. Might I'll, I'll, I'll have to double check. Remember the 5th of November? I'll have to double oh. check. It's also Fraser's birthday. His birthday's on Bonfire Night. And Man, I'm, we're going to get lathered. <laughs> Fantastic, Jack. Can't wait Exciting. to see what that is going to be. And what is the column that you've written this week? Oh, thank you. You've mentioned this a few... Did you read it? Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. Um, I've realized you mentioned it a few times. I was like, Matthew must have read it. I'm trying to pull over the good stuff you do here. Because there's so much starting off. It was like, ha-ha, Jack, the child. (laughs) You do do a lot of good stuff here. Can I ask for your honest feedback, right? Because I really admire your writing style when you write about wrestling. Oh, thank you. It's a nice mixture of, like, informative, but also with humor in it as well. And, And it's so, like... It doesn't read too official, and I'm worried that my articles read like an essay. You know what I do when I'm reading your stuff? I picture the people reading yours because there's so many fans you have that go, well, it's, it's Jack, right? <laughs> I can trust him. Right. He's that lot of the videos that he does. He's so well. Right. He drinks the wasabi. He's he's how <laughs> al- He is my melter, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. Okay. So that's how I read it. So I think they are perfect for the tone that they are. Well, thank are you very much. Because they, you are a voice to many people. Wow. 
So I've, no, I, I think it's good that you're keeping that. I think no, no, there's enough. The the tone is right. Thank you, and thank you to Mitch, the editor of Cultaholic.com, who always helps who think it. of ideas and no, he always thinks of ideas <laughs> and stuff. And like we we like bounce ideas around on the Monday. I'll type it up on the Tuesday. He whacks Make it up on the Wednesday. 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 We, we chill on we chill on Sunday. Tom, what have you got in the pipeline? Making love on Wednesday. Nice. Um, uh, so, <laughs> Matthew, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> That's me done. Uh, lovely, uh, busy weekend on the podcast feed. Uh, classic Smackdown review. We are watching Armageddon 2000. We're going to be recording that the moment we come off air here. I, I say the moment. We're going to have some lunch first, and then we'll do it. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, we'll have a break first, because I'm just very sweaty. Uh, so we're, so that you'll hear that tomorrow. Also hear the full interview that I did last night with W. Morrissey, formerly mm. Big Cass can't teach that he's on the podcast feed tomorrow night I love that there's been so many people scheduled to be doing stuff be it straight to hell or interviews or mm. disaster that is just like I didn't even know about this one yeah he's on yeah so he's on tomorrow that I record it's, all, it's we- like those PWG all-star weekends <laughs> yes they're all here W Morrissey we had a chat last night you'll hear you hear a little bit in the news podcast this morning you'll hear the full thing tomorrow night uh, Adam Pearson is on Desert Island Graps on Sunday uh, very Deeply charming uh, performer, actor, host, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan hater. Hulk Hogan hater. Um, you'll hear him on Sunday. He was actually in Newcastle. That's what we did, like in here, which is really nice. First time in a while we've done that. Um, what else is happening this week? Uh, classic Nitro review, classic Raw review. Um, I think that's all the things. Yeah, so lazy, you. I'm well oh lazy. God, go on, man. I'm, I'm well lazy. It's probably a radio. Stop ra- joking and look what I'm doing. It's probably a radio. It's probably a, a radio. Oh shift. yeah, it's probably the gig that's supposed it's to be. It's probably a radio shift ago. that uh, as soon as I, I, I'm terrified, I'm gonna turn my phone off on airplane mode in a minute, and I'm worried I'm just gonna get a message going. Hey, you coming in today? <laughs> we'll find out together, won't we? God, I've had nightmares that have been exactly like that, Tom. Oh, so I feel your pain. What about you, Matthew? What just, are you doing? For the next seven days. The wonderful thing with yourself. That's correct. And Intercourse. All... You should have gone last, <laughs> really. It's <laughs> climatic, isn't it? I should, I should say, I, I'm not on the podcast next week. For, oh. It is my birthday, so I've got the day off. Hey. So, oh, I, don't know, nice. I don't know who's filling in. Could be Tom, could be someone. I don't know who it well, is. I'm away but... next week, so that should be interesting. <sighs> tune in to find out. Oh, who, me, tune in for Ross, Ross, Matthew, and, and question mark. That's right. W. Morrissey, join us on <laughs> the podcast. Just off the top of the frame of the camera. What's with all these Meltzer questions? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Cheers, guys. Mm. Remember, patreon.com forward slash called the holic to go on the magnificent Hall of Fame segment. And obviously the Patreon producers, Reno220, Mark Leslie, Noah Anderson, and new lad, Mike Staley. So Mike Staley be the one they all pick on to begin with. <laughs> and he integrates himself in the group. And, of course, your thoughts, quizzes, and Reese's Pieces at mailbagalcoholic.com. But for now... I have to point at this big old sign here and do the famous expression that we always know and love at the end of the day. One, two, three. Join, Join us. us. I'm Bron Breaker. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.